0: We made it.
1: Look at this face.
0: I'm looking at that face.
1: This is the face of a happy woman. I am so happy to be here. (sighs) About an hour ago, I wasn't sure that we were going to be sitting in these chairs.
0: I get that it's the the night of the Magnificent Mile Parade and the start of Christmas and uh, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) People, this is not the first time in your life this has happened. We ran into more, well, didn't run into, but they were trying to run into us, crazy drivers Angry,
1: angry people. And again, who knows what they went through to get to the point where they were next to us. But, oh, golly, when we pulled into the garage here in the building, I I literally wanted to jump out and just, you know, as they say,
0: kiss the ground. That was after we sat through the sick lights on Lower Wacker. And when we (laughs) finally got to the point where we could turn... And there are two, I don't know, were they police officers? I have no idea what they were. They had
1: reflective clothing on. And they were
0: standing there as if they were supposed to be directing, and they were talking to each other. Well,
1: they'd had a long day. And
0: ignoring this traffic jam. They had
1: a really long day. Welcome. We are back in Chicago, if you hadn't guessed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You haven't figured it out. And you can take a look at some of the pictures Johnny posted on our Facebook page, the address of which is facebook.com slash steve mm-hmm. and johnny uh, show and johnny put up a, a whole bunch of pictures from our drive including
1: yeah. a picture of what it looks like when i'm trying to take a picture and you hit a pothole yeah i thought it was pretty psychedelic so i if, went ahead and posted it's it It's <laughs> Yeah, <Wow. laughs> because i'm trying to brace myself on the center console and of course, I've got my seatbelt on, and I think, oh, this is the best picture. Boom! Boing. I hit the bump just as I was taking the best picture ever, but some of them are pretty cool. The city looks gorgeous. And for the people who looked at the pictures in Florida and said, well, I still like Chicago pictures better. As I said, we to,
0: weren't in Chicago taking those pictures. As
1: I said last week, that's why there's chocolate and vanilla. You know, some people like the more. <sighs> Um, Well, it was just dark. A lot of those pictures were just dark. But it was fun
0: driving around uh, last week, the uh, public eyesore. And and if you don't know what we're talking about, again, go to our Facebook page, and there's a whole bunch of pictures from uh, when we were broadcasting from WKGC at the uh, college down there. And by the way, thank you again to everybody at uh, WKGC. They were mm-hmm. so, so nice.
1: We have the greatest team that kicks in, and uh, not a, one of them is accustomed to staying up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the no, morning. And they're all no, so they're really nice not. about it, yes. And they,
0: they literally keep the college open yeah. for us. And the lights on, on. Yeah.
1: Which is really wonderful.
0: And we have to thank uh, the keeper of the big plug here at WGM, Woo-hoo! Bob Fukuda, for, uh, for making everything go so seamlessly. Thank you, thank you, Bob.
1: Oh, yeah. Well. Actually, I'm going to call you Grandpa. Yeah. Because we haven't mentioned on the air that he is a grandpa now. What, about six two weeks? Months. Two months? Two months. Oh, wow. Thorin. Yeah. What a name. Maybe my favorite name ever.
0: I love that name.
1: Because he's going to grow up to be Thor, and he's going to have to put up with all the big hammers that people are going to give him. As he's, right? Every birthday, somebody's going to think, oh, no one has thought of this. So Thorin is two months now? Yep. Yeah. Bob sends me some great pictures of Grandpa with Thor. <laughs> Someday I'm going to, those are going to end up on the internet. You'll see. Yes, Bob's with us all night long. You had kind of a hairy experience getting in last night because of the tree lighting and then again tonight, but you left earlier tonight.
2: Yeah, I left 45 minutes earlier and I still barely got in here on time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Ron, how long did it take you to get to here tonight and how long does it normally take you?
3: Well, it normally takes me about 40, 45 minutes, but it took uh, over an hour, about an hour, 10 minutes. And then there was trouble parking inside mm. the garage as long as we're complaining.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, which we are. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> it's our show. We're going to complain. Letting it all out. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's right. good for us. Yeah.
1: And I suspect that there are people sitting in their cars right now that wish they had a radio show so that they could complain, yeah. too. <laughs> but we got a lot to be happy about. Again, we, do. we made it. We, do. we had um, an alternate plan that we didn't tell anybody else what the plan Plan was, and that was, we would sit in the garage if there was no parking, and we'd just call upstairs. And then Bob, you would just bring us—that's us our
0: garage at home. We would <laughs> no, be sitting. No, no, actually,
1: in. <laughs> I meant downstairs.
0: <laughs> but if we couldn't get to the garage, we well. would, what? So you are saying I'd just be driving around in circles yes. in the garage, and you would?
1: Okay. <laughs> I guess I didn't share that with you yeah, either.
0: I, I didn't get that part of the memo. <laughs>
1: okay, never mind. No, so well. we don't have to go there. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> Saturday nights are going to be fun as we because I, I said to you, this is going to be the norm now because people go out and have parties on Saturday night yeah. and they're going to do their
0: Christmas shopping. Well, and- what the heck is the construction going on on uh, Columbus? just south of the river what is cuz as we turned in cuz oh it's a big project yeah it's a huge project yeah. the, there's like the big drapes of, so you can't <laughs> see what the heck they're doing I
1: know. What, what are they the, actually that's a puppet show they do every day at noon ah
0: <laughs>
1: okay uh julian is on the other side of the glass julian it's so good to see you even though you're in the dark
4: it's nice to actually see you and not talk to your disembodied voices that's right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, uh, we are going to have some fun tonight.
0: Whether you like it or yeah, not, we're going right. to have fun, damn it.
1: Well, what I was <laughs> going to say is you better have some snacks ready. Yeah. Because we will be talking about food at various points in the show. We will actually be sharing favorite recipes of the crew and you don't have to worry about writing them down, because I'm going to have them available to you on Facebook tomorrow. I will type them all up for you and post them on Facebook tomorrow.
0: Or, or we'll put them on our blog.
1: Put them on our blog. Yeah. yeah. And we have everybody here bring in a favorite. Some are simple, some not so much. Every one of them will make and you hungry.
0: That's the recipes, not the people. <laughs> yes. Thank um, you. Thank you for I, I, I could. I could see you moving close to the microphone. Every, uh, let's say Clara.
1: <laughs> you will get hungry, though, I promise you. So have snacks ready. And don't go, you know, cottage cheese and peaches. Get something decadent, because it's Saturday night, right? Right. <laughs> In fact, later on tonight, I'm going to read the rules of holiday eating. No more yes. exercising until January.
0: But but to give you a, a hint, Ron, I think you, you... I don't know why I think Ron could appreciate this. <laughs> These rules that Johnny found, they came from Hunter Thompson. Yes. Oh. Well, yes. So. I'm sure. So yes. his, his and number rules eight, of holiday eating.
1: And number eight was... Stop exercising now because you got nothing to do in January. You can do all that exercising come yeah. January. So right now you just need to nap, eat, make a little more food, nap, eat, and I would say listen to the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We said you better have some good snacks available tonight because we are going to talk at various. And points. you better have
0: some stretchy pants available.
1: <laughs> That's too. right. Throughout the program tonight, you're going to hear. Food talk, because we're going to get you ready for some new recipes that you might like to try for this Thanksgiving or save them for Christmas or maybe a party you're going to have.
0: And all of these recipes will be posted within the next day or so up on our blog.
1: Right. Give you enough time to get all of the ingredients and give them a try. So we're going to start out with Ron Brown. And Ron, what are you bringing to the table tonight?
3: Well, I'm not making it, but I have the recipe for you. Okay. everybody else, Uh, It's a sweet potato Casserole. Oh. And it's very, very good. You know, you put your milk and your sweet potatoes in there okay. and a cup of sugar, so that's always good. Yeah. Uh, your eggs, margarine, and a teaspoon of vanilla. Mm. Uh, now, the topping is really what makes it for me. That's uh, uh, chopped pecans mm. or pecans, mm-hmm. depending on where you're from, mm-hmm. uh, a cup of brown sugar, and uh, flour, margarine, and a half a cup of coconut.
1: Oh, coconut now, yeah, See,
3: now a lot of sweet potato casserole recipes have marshmallows But yep. this one doesn't because this is sweet enough So
1: Now that's interesting because I make a similar one It might be a southern thing mm-hmm. I call it praline sweet potatoes mm-hmm. Because I, by the time I'm done with the brown sugar and the flour and the butter and the pecans on top It's very pra- praline-like, or do you say praline? Uh, but I don't do anything to the potatoes So I'm going to have to try yours this year That's different. It's kind of like a souffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I, I think you'll like it. It's, uh, it was always a favorite, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my mom is from the south. She's from uh, eastern uh, Kentucky, Mm uh, or you know, right, uh, right near West Virginia. That's as far east as you can get in Kentucky. And it was always a favorite, and the recipe's been passed down uh, to my sister. So we'll. Keep, you know, happy to pass it on to Good. to anybody else who's, who's listening and would like to make it.
0: I highly endorse it. And, and it sounds like every, all of the ingredients would be gluten-free. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Now, see, in, in the
0: recipe that I
1: use, I use flour. So I have to use gluten-free flour mm-hmm. uh, to make the, the crumbly topping on it. And I don't do the coconut thing, but boy, that sounds so yummy. Half a cup of coconut. It's going to be a long night. It really <laughs> yeah. is. I just, you know, I made chocolate chip cookies, but uh, that's not the same as a ham sandwich <laughs> and a side of potato salad. Why do I have that on my mind? Mm. A listener just texted and said she's making slow cooker chicken breast braised in sage gravy on Thursday, adding a, sla- a splash of dry marsala. That sounds good if you that don't do, very good. if you don't do turkey.
0: Yes. Yeah. If you weren't hungry when the show started, you yes. will be hungry yes. by the time the show ends.
1: Okay, we don't have time to get to Bob's just yet, but what did you bring tonight? Tease us with what your recipe is.
2: I also have a, a, a re- recipe for mashed sweet potatoes. Oh,
1: casserole. good. Do you do marshmallows on yours? No. no. Really?
2: But we also, I also use maple syrup and vanilla extract. Hello. Hello. Maple syrup? I may be making three Ooh. different kinds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. And... A little more boring, but still. Cranberry <laughs> pecan
1: bread. Oh, no. That sounds Cranberry fabulous. pecan bread? Yes. Yes. I make a lot oh, of cool. cranberry orange muffins and bread but i like the cranberry pecan fresh cranberries yes oh good good and julian brought in a spaghetti recipe because sp- well let,
0: let, let's not rush some of the no, recipes because oh, we can get to them a little later okay in, in fact did you want to get a little more thoroughly into no let's recipes, save it. or do we want to uh, let's save it We'll do it yeah do all of it okay That's this the is tease, a tease so we will <laughs> right. we'll do all of this later uh, we want to do some shout outs I now. do.
1: I want to give a shout out uh, to uh, Robin in Dyer, Indiana, listening on the AM radio. Dean is excited, a full show. He's in Indianapolis, and Celine is in Chicago. And welcoming us back to Chicago is Donna in Oak Lawn. Stacey's in Algonquin. And now I'm going to go to the Facebook page where people signed in, like uh, the wonderful Jane Reinhardt. She's a top fan, and she's so positive. Helen Thomas is up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, listening. Thank you, Helen um also uh, peter jacobowicz is well he's from citrus county florida i think he was not there last week but anyway this week he is back in citrus county he's listening on his sea crane wi-fi 3 radio uh, sandy McComas is in michigan city indiana bonnie pearson is in grays lake and she's snuggling with um oh lola Snuggling while they listen to the radio. Okay. I'm hope, I hope Lola might be a cat. Um, Marguerite is listening, and she remembers Muriel when Muriel was with the Wildwood Pickers. Yeah. When Muriel was just a little baby girl.
0: How many years ago was it that it was we the first 70s. had Muriel on the show?
1: Uh, probably mid eighties.
0: Because we were watching. If if anybody remembers, uh, Nashville Now, mm-hmm. Ralph Emery on uh, TNN back when it was a nope.
1: We saw her on Crook and Chase.
0: Was it on Crook and during, Chase? During the day. But it was on TNN. Yes,
1: it was on TNN.
0: And we said, we got to get in touch with her.
1: And we called Downerts Grove and we called a Muriel Anderson that was listing uh, listed. And it was an elderly woman who said, no, I'm not the right Muriel Anderson, but I have her phone number. And she gave yep. me her phone number. And that's how we tracked down Muriel. <laughs> uh, Susie Schemmel is in Glen Ellen. Chuck Snitchler, who has an elf tree. He's got a whole tree covered with elves. He's in Hobart, Judy B's in Oaklawn, uh Peggy Rubitz and Linda Obrimsky's in Plano. And Sharon Zelstra is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Sue Berry's tuned in. Lloyd Moncrief, Joan Jones, Gene Jacobson, Leona Young, Robin Aiken. Our buddy Bobby Danos is listening out in Samich. uh Dorothy Orsini, John Couture, Lester Clyden is driving that big truck. Uh, also listening tonight uh, Joan Bloom in Greenville South Carolina Stephen Verharan is listening Elizabeth Roth Tracy Douglas and if I missed you like Nor Brozanski out in Aurora Mary Gold, Joe Smith I'll catch you next week
0: but let me add uh, George Clements is listening to you and love your show that's George Clements from Augusta Georgia listening to you oh. on WGN on iHeartRadio app nice and uh, Scott in South Dakota is listening and uh a text from a 312 area code Aldi has fresh cranberries for 99 cents a bag. Best price I've found. <laughs> That's true. Okay.
1: All right. We've got a lot of ground to cover tonight. Stay with us right here on WGN. We got our stretchy pants.
0: Uh, Steve King and Johnny Putman and stretchy pants. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be th- throughout the show tonight, we're going to be. Uh, uh, suggesting some, some recipes for Thanksgiving. Tis yes. the season for stretchy pants. <laughs> yes. And you say stretchy pants, and who do we think of? <laughs> we, we think of the man who has been the Chicago Tribune's chief political reporter since for years. 1998. <laughs>
1: Uh, rick pearson who agreed to stop by tonight before and no he, he's
0: not going to be talking politics no
1: no politics the, free tonight. and, and no. this was before you realized what was happening down here yeah, tonight i <laughs>
5: didn't really look at the camera i just you sent me a very nice note and i said yes. absolutely it's been so long since i've seen yes. you guys in person this is true and i said i would love to come in i don't
1: and, think we've ever seen you in this building so the last time we, we saw that you was true. at the tribune tower That yes. is true. So. Rick Pearson walks in here wearing uh, um, duds, a hat, and a, uh, is that a jacket or a shirt? It's, it's a, a work shirt? shirt.
5: It's a work shirt. It's Well, I know I sound little, like I'm... I'm little I'm pockets for things. For and turkey
1: legs and... <laughs> and, 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 a, and pockets on the side. The okay. To hold your beverage. <laughs> A beverage pocket. You
5: you want to explain what this is that you're wearing? Okay, so I have to admit I've fallen into a cult. It's it's called the cult of Traeger. Traeger, Not Traeger, but Traeger. Traeger. And it's a a company that makes pellet grills. You plug it in grills, and you have so it's a smoker. It's a smoker.
1: Different than a grill, grill
5: though. Different, but it will. You can crank it up to 500 degrees. You can grill on it. But, okay. Or you can have it cook it. So you started
1: with a small one, and then
5: and graduated to a bigger <laughs> one when it, for last Christmas sale. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I live on it pretty much.
1: So w- pellets you buy pellets from Traeger?
5: No, you, well you can buy them uh, you can buy them in the grocery store. Really? Gr- yeah, grocery stores. So it's you're
1: doing them. a 16 pounds turkey and yes. what are you going to pellet it with?
5: Um I'm actually using a combination mix. I don't they have various flavors okay. and they recommend, you know, apple or All right. you know, hickory if you I'm not
1: real big on stuff. the smoky flavor.
5: Well, but th- this you can adjust for that too. Okay, The hotter you cook it, the less smoke goes in it. All right. The okay. You cook, let me it, say smoke.
1: what I don't like is that fake smoke in a oh, bottle. Oh yeah. No, Ooh. this is
5: not liquid smoke. No, okay. No. Good. No. No. No, good, no, good. no. 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 Do
1: you have to have like a uh, fifty gallon of oil to? No. There's no oil. Oh, so it's not scary
0: like a.
5: Oh no no this is not like uh, doing the deep fried it, yeah no, so, you just, so you just plug it in.
0: So what 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 makes this better than your usual grilled turkey? Is it cooking? foolproof?
5: What is it? Is it? It pretty much is, really? cause I, obviously, because I'd use it. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. Come on, guys. You know me better than that. Um, no, it's it's very foolproof. And um, in fact, if you have the one that has the Wi-Fi built in, <laughs> you can control everything off your phone. So
1: you could be watching football. Yes. While this is out on the oh, deck, absolutely. Yeah. grilling. So you,
0: so you were just saying that you could be at the Billy Goat, yes, and you could be controlling your grill at
5: home. I have done so, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is a Traeger grill a big investment?
5: Um, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, they're hundreds of dollars, and yeah. they can get massively really? expensive. Really
1: So this is like a culty thing. I like get people. Well, who- they
5: send emails out every day with recipes, and I mean. Wow. You name it, you can you can cook because you, you know can air, bake, you can bake on it.
1: That's like air frying. It's a culty well, it's a thing. convection.
5: Yeah, yeah ah. But it's like I mean, the way it smokes is a convection. Type.
1: You know who we have to reach out to Spike Odell because he was the yes. guy that always kept us up on these things because he would buy the latest yeah. gadget. Oh yeah, and he'd be crazy for it for a couple of months and then he'd move on to the next <laughs> latest gadget. I'm going to ask him if he's well, familiar this, with Traeger. This one's
5: going to last, and that's how I'm going to be doing my turkey.
1: So, so. why is Dickies associated? So it's Sticky's just, clothing, and then Traeger yeah, put their just, name uh, on it? Yeah,
5: it was, you know. Oh, okay.
1: It, I thought that was your new part-time job.
5: <laughs> I thought, what I did could, you Well, it could be. I, don't, I just don't know yeah. it yet.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've been well?
5: I've been very well, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Good, yes. good, good. And, uh, and it, obviously, we've got...
1: There's the, nothing to talk about in politics. We, no, nothing got, going on.
5: we got lots, and then next year with the big convention.
1: Yeah, so right.
5: All, all kinds of things to That'll look at. That'll aid to. you. Oh, that should be the end of me, probably. <laughs>
0: can, can we book you now for the Saturday night the convention is in town?
5: Oh, sure. Absolutely. As <laughs> long as we're not doing it out at the United Center. Right. Uh, because that's, and they're going to be at McCormick Place, too. So they're going to tie up oh, both, good. Side, both oh, sides. Oh, good. Yet, yet more traffic tie-ups.
1: <laughs> good. But we have a year and a plan for that. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk to Rick because you posted um, on Facebook Mm -hmm. um, just in time for Thanksgiving a recipe and i realized that i must have seen this when you posted it way back i
5: think it was 2015 yeah I think, when i first posted because
1: it. i tried it because i was able to make well, it well, gluten-free i
5: felt bad because i didn't have time today too mm. i was going to bring some <laughs> and I, but i just didn't have time i, I
1: time said to today. steve i said i want to talk to rick because this was a good one because i was able to make it gluten-free and it was so flavorful good. yeah and then he remembered oh it had bacon in it all i have to say yep. is it had bacon in and he goes Ye- oh yep. i remember that yes 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 and so this is a green bean casserole, and and that's kind of a requirement, to,
5: right? But but everybody is used to the same kind. Yes, of, and it's it's a pro forma, you know. It's, it's <laughs> green beans and cream of mushroom soup. Yes, it's, it's yes. All day and and that kind of thing. All right.
0: And okay. When I, 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 yeah. I'm going to hit the pause button yes. because this is the tease.
1: We're big on teasing with oh, food. Yes, okay. yes. And believe it or not, you can get really hungry talking about this green bean dish. Yeah. And you won't have to. Jot it down, because as we said, all of the recipes we talk about tonight will be made available to you Mm -hmm. on our blog, blog. and then we will link that on our Facebook page. I am salivating, because I am so dang hungry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know. And, and,
0: and, And by the way, if you're just tuning in... Uh, this is the world's first gluten-free radio show, but tonight it's wrapped in bacon. <laughs> it
1: is. Mmm. <laughs> it's hot enough in here, it may start frying, so I don't know. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and talk with Rick Pearson, not about politics, but about green beans and a really, I think, wonderful recipe here on WGN.
0: Your pants on. Even yes. Johnny on the radio. So later on in the song,
1: she sings about how she got her stretchy pants from Amazon, and when she busts out of those, she's just going to buy her some more.
0: That is Carrie Underwood, which I love that. And and the video, if you get the chance... and. Well, again, on our blog, we will post yeah. links to all these and the video. It's a wonderful animated video. It's very cute, for stretchy pants. I know, I know, really I know what I'll be
5: playing during Thanksgiving dinner. You
0: know what? Yeah. It sticks
5: yes, in your no head too. Oh, I got my say, stretchy I, I, pants I, I, yes, on. Yes, yes.
6: Yes. And if okay. you're
0: just tuning in, uh, and that voice sounds familiar. That is Rick Pearson, who for many, many years has been the Chicago Tribune's chief political reporter. But guess what? We ain't talking politics. Mm-mm. We're talking calories. Yes. yes we are
1: yes uh rick has taken green beans which are like zero calories and turned it into a fattening dish <laughs> <laughs> because we have decided even though the recipe says six slices of bacon double your bacon
5: yeah. absolutely uh, uh, right. or use the whole package <laughs> <Yes>. yeah <laughs> i mean i i, I do
1: we're gonna eat a couple slices while you're frying it anyway well, to see course. if it's good you,
5: well, you gotta tell if it's crunchy enough <sighs> you know
1: have you tried the maple bacon Oscar Mayer makes a maple bacon it's wonderful
5: is it I almost picked that up today but I decided Mm -hmm. to go with what I knew because makes the house
1: smell good yeah
0: just while you're cooking. Johnny can be in the kitchen. I'm in the living room and it it pulls me out (laughs) into the kitchen. That's the way
1: bacon is anyway. You know, Satan made bacon. God didn't make bacon. (laughs) (laughs)
5: smoke with the finger that curls around (laughs) and pulls you by the nose. And you're going, back,
1: Satan, back. Okay, we're going to start with green beans. Do you use fresh green beans or frozen?
5: No, I use frozen. Mm -hmm. And I will say the one thing on the recipe is that it says two 16-ounce packages. And if you've noticed that's how old the recipe is there aren't 16 ounce packages isn't that crazy they're like 12 and you can buy the ones that are in the steam bag. don't steam them right right the key is that they're frozen
0: have you found the same thing that we have oh boy is there a difference in the companies you get green beans from oh yeah we've had some that taste like newspaper well
5: and and, (laughs) and look like uh, you know, yeah. been left on the stock a <laughs> yeah. little too long Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, buy a reputable brand. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice and green. So, uh, and you're absolutely right about the size because, you know, that's uh, an aspect of, there's a word for it, uh, a form of inflation where
5: all, like where cake reduce, mixes. Sure, right. Cake yeah. mixes
1: used to be like 16, 17 ounces, 14.5. Right. Big difference. Well,
5: even when you're looking at bacon, not all bacon uh-huh. is one pound. Yeah. Some of it's... 12 ounces so i mean this is two packages 16 ounces mm-hmm. just go ahead and use three right um, three packages of 10 or 12 it will now work
1: condensed cream of mushroom soup
5: well you gotta it's an oldie but a goodie mm, yes and you gotta you gotta stick with it
1: now i but, used one can of progresso cream of mushroom soup because it's a big fat can Mm -hmm. and it's on you don't dilute that and it's really nice and mushroomy i love that
5: that sounds that sounds good
0: i'm going to ask you if you can explain to me something i don't there are many (laughs) things i don't understand one of them is i hate mushrooms i love cream of mushroom soup yes
5: um i think part of it is is one is the creaminess yes and even though you hate mushrooms, there's a little bit of the texture in it.
1: Yeah, kind of spongy.
5: Yeah, that that is. Well, it's, it's got good mouth feel. I think is the the term. Good so. mouth feel. I like that. But All right.
1: remember, fresh mushrooms taste like basement smell.
5: No, thank you. <laughs> well, that's where they come from.
1: <laughs> that's right.
5: Yes. All right. We, we used to. I will briefly say in politics, we referred to some legislators who were in the mushroom caucus.
6: <laughs> oh,
1: because they
5: were kept in the dark and, and fed uh, you know what makes i never
1: thought that through okay yes.
5: the mushroom caucus
1: all right so okay. now we're going to add okay. i love 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 the next ingredient
5: okay one can of sliced water chestnuts mm-hmm. drained now this one too you can add a couple more hmm I mean, there is You talk about wrong mouthfeel, Again, mouthfeel, mm, so because good because that's the one thing. One of the things that makes it's different is because you're getting some actual crunch mm-hmm. when you're eating the green. Do you beans.
1: see me? I'm, I'm actually I know, crunching. You're, you're, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'm so ready for this. I,
5: I thought you were chewing gum. There. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're going to add a cup of two uh, percent milk.
5: Yeah, although I will tell you, um, you don't need to use the whole cup. Yeah. Because sometimes it can get a little soupy. I think you're right. Yep. And in fact, I would say less is more when mm-hmm. it comes to using I agree the
1: with you. I think I'll, I'll make a, a I, m- mention of that, too.
5: I, I think the soup uh, is enough mm-hmm. liquid in the container.
1: Lots of bacon cooked and yeah. crumbled.
5: Yes. And the, the original recipe is six. <laughs> and, of course, six is not good for anybody. If you've got the package open, use the package. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You don't want to waste. No.
1: Pepper, paprika.
5: Yes, and the paprika gives it a nice little mm-hmm.
1: flavor little kick. to it. Yeah.
5: Okay, now here's where we kind of really go off the rails mm-hmm. here. Okay. Uh, and and that's also why I had to make it because it just struck me as I okay. Um, four ounces of cubed Velveeta cheese. hmm Now yeah. mm. it mm. works. Mm-hmm. It really, really does yep. work. And uh, then uh, you uh, finish it off by using the old French fried onions to coat over the top of this. You, right. you, you're making all this in a crock pot, too. So yeah. it's very simple. So, it's- pots are your friend.
1: But to yes. be gluten-free, uh, Nick's the onions, and we didn't miss them at all. It well, was still wonderful because mm-hmm. the Velveeta was the secret to it.
5: Well, one variation, too. And it's they're hard to find out, um, is French's, the mm-hmm. onions, they also make French fried jalapenos. Oh. And killing me. Velveeta also has a loaf that has mm-hmm. jalapeno. You're gonna leave here and go so eat, you aren't can you? Go, huh? You're
1: gonna leave here and go and eat something. <laughs> Think about us when you're eating, because we're gonna be here for the next four hours.
5: I'm am I'm, I'm finishing up the pork loin that i smoked on the, <laughs>
1: oh, so. his traeger smoker oh, <laughs> thank you for coming by thank you guys so much Come it's back always soon. great
5: to have you in the city we gotta and, do this again you know, very yeah, soon yeah absolutely let's talk
1: politics okay
5: do we want now nah, never yeah, mind let's talk, no, let's talk fun stuff food yes let's talk, yeah <laughs>
1: thank you rick thank you nice guys. talking to take you take
0: care we'll be back on wgn <laughs> King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. She got shocked by an electrician. That's uh, the Empty Pockets, who will be joining us live in the studio next week
1: works better with you i know i gotta turn my microphone on yep. i was grooving to the music it was yep. so loud i didn't I know, know i didn't have my microphone on <laughs> yes they'll be joining us next saturday night in the 11
0: o'clock hour and you can wonder well why are we playing uh, yeah. other than to promote the fact that they're going to be on with us next week but there is a yet another reason
1: yes there is another reason the mother of the empty pockets actually she's josh's mom um Is Joan Halligan, and she's with us on the line. You met Joan earlier this year when we had her on talking about Will's Place in Skokie.
0: A wonderful
1: place. It is a wonderful place. It's a not-for-profit cafe, and it is a place where people who are challenged uh, adults with disabilities can actually work and Joan joins us tonight to talk a little bit about how they're celebrating Thanksgiving at Will's Place. How are you this evening, Joan?
7: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: Good, good, good. It's nice to have you on the radio Uh, and let me just publicly thank you for inviting me to be a guest barista at Will's Place back in August. That was so much fun.
7: Thank you for joining us. It really... We love having different people in and and getting to know what we're trying to do and getting to know our staff. And they love it, too. They always can't wait to see who's next.
1: Well, now, this time last year, I remember talking with Josh and Erica from Empty Pockets about how this was a dream. Did you ever imagine that at this point in 2023 that Will's Place would be up and running and be as wonderful as it is today?
7: No, we are so grateful to so many amazing people that have stepped up to the plate to help make this happen. So it's and, exciting. It's fun.
0: And uh the village of Skokie has been very welcoming to you too.
7: They have. They have in fact. We've had like the, the chief of police and the fire chief mm-hmm. uh and the mayor in as gasparistas as is as as Lincoln mayors come in too.
1: So mm-hmm. yes. Now, Will's Place is actually closed for a Thanksgiving break. Is that right?
7: That is, all week, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. But we wanted to have you on, not only to just remind people that Will's Place is up in Skokie on Lincoln Avenue, across from the Skokie Theater, wonderful location for the, but there's something happening to celebrate Thanksgiving, and it ends on Sunday. So we want people to know about this. You want to tell them what's happening that's been going on, and it all ends tomorrow?
7: Yeah, we've been taking um, pre-ordered pie sales. Uh, mm-hmm. We're making two kinds of pies, apple and sweet potato with an almond uh, um, topping. But uh, we're ta- we, it's our first time trying it, but we're doing pre-ordered pie sales, and you can pick your pies up on Wednesday. Right for Thanksgiving. But that's a great Sunday, Monday and Tuesday making pies.
1: Oh, my gosh. Now, are the, is the staff coming in to help make the pies, or are, do you have chefs Absolutely. that
7: are... Absolutely. Everybody is. Really? Yeah, we have chefs coming in. Yeah. We have 17 employees at Wells Place with Disabilities, and everybody's going to take a, a time to help make the pies, and um, it's uh, everybody just really enjoys that time to work in the kitchen and, mm-hmm. and work on the filling
1: in. All that, yeah. How did you decide on the apple crumble pie and the sweet potato pie?
7: I did not. Our chef, Michael Pfeiffer, did. He does such an amazing job. And we we offer two things right now in the restaurant. It's an apple um, hand pie, Mm -hmm. and it's a um, sweet potato tart. And both of them have been really popular, and they're really good. So we decided to uh, make them into the full pie.
0: Well, Apple just, you know... Apple speaks to Thanksgiving in my mind, so mm-hmm. that that's just yeah. wonderful. <laughs> so, since uh, Sunday is the last day for people to order, how do they order? Anybody listening to us, what should they do now?
7: You go online um, at our website, and and it cuts off tomorrow night. But it, it, you can just order our, you know, or there's, it's a simple order form online, and you just pick, and then you pick a time to pick
0: them up. Right. So, and you- the website is Will's Place Skokie com. That's WillsPlaceSkokie.com.
1: And when you get there, right. there's, there's a great um, graphic of Wills Place over a Thanksgiving pie, Thanksgiving pie sale. And the pre-sale is going on now. And as you said, you order the pie of your choice and you pick it up on Wednesday at the store at 7927 Lincoln Avenue. How much are the pies running
0: $26. 20, oh, that's a good 26. price. Yeah, that's a very good price. That's a yeah.
1: great price for a handmade pie. Yes, yes, it
7: is. Thank you. <laughs>
1: good. Now, I I know, again, one of the things that we are committed to is giving Will's Place advertisement. Have you been able to get the word out in the community so people have been ordering their pies? I
7: so, I mean, we're we're so grateful to people who really support it, like you You have both done that. And and we are so grateful to that because that's you do better with that anymore than anything else. With social media and word of mouth, we do better, you know, mm-hmm. than um, most things. So, thank you.
1: Well, sure. And, and, again, you say tomorrow night. Is there, like, a time tomorrow night when everything's just going to shut down so you can start working on pies come Monday? Yeah. Yeah, I
7: don't exactly know what time, but I do know that as of tomorrow, you know, that sometime tomorrow, we we can no longer. Like, we have to make a plan and how mm-hmm, much we yeah. have to
1: buy and stuff like that. So, so, yeah. so
0: reasonable to assume that you should get your order in before midnight Sunday night.
1: Yes, yes. Absolutely, yes. And I have to say that I was so, so impressed with the baked goods that you offer. I mean, you don't skimp. When, so when a person comes in to buy a muffin, they're getting a big muffin. And when yeah. <laughs> they, when you buy a, a, a piece of, um, well, there was a uh, a particular kind of roll that I, I know a couple of people came in and apparently it's their thing. They live for this particular roll. Cinnamon. And it was cinnamon, cinnamon roll. roll yes. yes, it's yeah. so big it barely fits in the box that you put it in. It's like busting did, out of the did box. Did
7: <laughs> You know, and it's a kind of a cool story. We have a young woman that's working for us that just dreamed of being a baker, and our chef, Michael Pfeiffer, has worked with her so much to help her become, um, you know, sort of our lead baker. Mm-hmm. But Williams always loved to make cookies, so the cookies are his specialty, right. but the but the bake good, have really taken off is that Julia just loves to make them, so it's really special to see. Well,
1: let me tell you that I had the chance to meet Julia, and that woman is fixated. When she's making pies, you do not talk to her. She is focused. And I made the mistake of, and she looked at me like, later. And I said, okay, I'll come back when yep. you take a break. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. So... Well again, congratulations on what was a wonderful summer as you you opened up Will's place and we look forward to many, many more conversations in the new year, but have a wonderful Thanksgiving and again people can get their pie order in right now. They can go to the website or they have think about it, ask the family, do you want do you want sweet potato or do you want apple or do you want both? And then pick it up on Wednesday. Right, Joe? Yes, thank you so much.
7: Thank you for thinking yeah. of us, and thank you for putting us on. Thank so you. Are, I appreciate that. Have a great Thanksgiving.
0: Thank you, Joan. It's always fun to talk to you. And again, uh, you want to go to willsplaceskokie. That's <laughs> willsplaceskoki.com. More coming up. Stay with us at WGN. Got plenty to be thankful for. Thank Steve King and Johnny Putnam at WGN plenty Radio. To be
1: thankful
0: Bing Crosby. For. That's so good. That's from the Holiday Inn.
1: And we do this every year. We did it for twenty-seven years when we did the All Night Show. Every year we would say, "What what songs? What songs do we play for Thanksgiving?" For Thanksgiving. Yeah. And this year we found "Stretchy Pants" by Carrie, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Underwood. And we found I don't know how we missed Bing for all these years. Yeah. And as we were talking with Joan Halligan, and she she said, we've got so much to be thankful for. He was going through my head. And I thought, yeah, we do. We have so much to be thankful for. Well, yes, we're talking about food tonight. Uh, At various points, you will hear us break out with another recipe.
0: And all of the recipes will be available on our blog. And uh, the address is steveandjohnny.wordpress.com dot com. That's stevenjolly dot wordpress dot com, and um, give us about a day or so, and all the recipes mm-hmm. will be up there.
1: Yes, and we will link them on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. very active Facebook page, which is where you will find the pictures I posted from our drive into the studio tonight. Mm-hmm. And as I said at the start of the show, I'm so thankful to be here because there was a time when I didn't think we were going to yeah, make it. Yeah, it was because
0: interesting. Because
1: the city is, in fact, hopping. It's all quiet now. I, it's crazy. I'm looking over my, my left shoulder here, and I can look straight down Michigan Avenue, and there are five cars, and
4: yeah. the road
1: is open. And it, it's wonderfully quiet. Um Underneath those pictures, a lot of folks have been posting. And I'd like to give a shout out to Judy Snarsky, who's listening to us from Florida tonight. Thank you, Judy. And Charlene Carlson is tuned in. And bless her heart, she has COVID. And she said she's just in bed. And and we know more people in the past month with COVID than we knew for the three years that there was COVID.
0: Yeah, uh, It's crazy. Friends, family, you name it. Uh, So for those of you... and Okay, maybe I'm getting political. I don't care. For those of you that think COVID is behind us and over, no, it's not. It's Mm -mm. still here. I hope you will get vaccinated. And the new vaccine that is out there is not a booster. It is a completely Mm -hmm. different shot.
1: Yes, it is for the new variation. Of COVID. And for those of you who say, well, now it's like a cold, no, we know people whose lives were very much disrupted in the past month because, and they were vaccinated, but they got very, very sick. They didn't have the latest shot because it was too soon after the booster that they'd had.
0: And we know some people who got COVID and had the latest shot,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it literally took about two days. And they were up and running again.
1: So it was like a cold for them, like a a brief cold. Absolutely.
0: And is it entirely probable that the COVID shots are going to wind up being like the flu shots? You need to get them once a year. Yeah, that's entirely probable. Mm -hmm. And so do it, please.
1: Uh, Eric Baum is listening to us from Wells Beach, Maine. And Eric, I think you tune in quite frequently, and we do appreciate that. Richard Vamas, in Lansing, Illinois. And Sandy We're Marks. Are we getting out to Lansing tonight? We are. Hoffman wow. Estates has even tuned in tonight. Wow. That's Sandy Marks that's tuned in. Uh, Joanne Wolfile is listening and Helen Bodvin and Kathy Goodyear. These are some of the folks that I missed uh, last hour. And you can get to us either on our Facebook page or at 312-981-7200. 312 981 7200. And we read all of your texts as they come in during the show. In fact, 847 said, I know three people who've got COVID this fall. Some already had it. We know nine people in the past month and seven of them had never had it. So you go for almost three whole years and you feel like you're in that uh, that group that, ooh, I've dodged that big bullet. And then all of a sudden, Something happens and you get on that plane or you, you go to that party and then you realize it's not gone. Yeah. Uh, George Clements is tuned in and Bill Voinovich and R.F. Golay is tuned in. We said we would have um, recipes for you at various points throughout the night. We asked our crew to bring in their favorite recipes and Brett is one of our engineers and he left a little early tonight, probably because he, he wanted to get home. Yeah. Uh, through the, the, the insanity that was going on outside these doors, uh, he left a broccoli rice cheese casserole.
0: This sounds so good. It does.
1: And his other recipe that I will post tomorrow is a brie wrap. A brie wrap. Ooh. Ooh, brie and puff pastry and Dijon mustard. If that walked in here right now, I'd jump all over it. I would. <laughs> I would not be shy about it. <laughs> we had um, breakfast at 3 o'clock today. Yep. And we said, oh, well, we'll wait till tonight, and we'll come home and have something good.
0: <laughs> but but you had some, some Thanksgiving tips yes. from Hunter Thompson. Uh... Well,
1: they claim that it's Hunter S. Thompson's um Yeah, list of uh, rules, and you'll see this circulating. I thought it was very funny, and I happen to agree with whoever wrote this. I happen to agree with some of their things, because I don't like carrots. He said the number one thing on your holiday eating tip would be avoid carrots. Anyone who puts carrots on a holiday buffet table knows nothing of the holiday spirit. I In love fact, carrots. if you see carrots, leave immediately and go next door where they're serving bring rum. The,
0: bring them over to me.
1: Where they're serving rum balls.
0: Yes, I always... What are the kind of carrots you make? It's, it's a They're wonderful candied carrots. <laughs> and there oh, are they good.
1: Brown sugar and butter will make anything better.
0: Well... <laughs> I love carrots, and I love these.
1: (laughs) If something comes with gravy, use it. Use it. That's the whole point of gravy. Gravy does not stand alone. Pour it on. Make a volcano out of your mashed potatoes and fill it with gravy and eat that volcano. Then repeat. As for mashed potatoes, always ask if they're made with skim milk or whole milk. If it's skim, pass why bother it's like buying a sports car with an automatic transmission <laughs> i disagree because you can still add a lot of butter and yeah. <laughs> make up for the skim milk uh, do not have a snack before going to a party in an effort to control your eating the whole point of going to a holiday party is to eat other people's food for free and eat lots of it hello yeah <laughs> Under no circumstances should you exercise between now and New Year's. You can do that in January when you have nothing else to do. There's
0: plenty of time.
1: (laughs) This is the time for long naps, which you'll need after circling the buffet table while carrying a 10-pound plate of food and that vat of eggnog. If you come across something really good at a buffet table, like frosted Christmas cookies in the shape and the size of Santa...
0: Position yourself. The real Santa.
1: (laughs) Position yourself near those cookies and don't budge. Have as many as you can before becoming the center of attention. They're like a beautiful pair of shoes. If you leave them behind, you're never going to see them again. (laughs) Same for pies. And we're known for having a large selection yeah. of pies at our Thanksgiving gathering. Uh, if we have eight people at our our table, we have eight There's pies. There's usually
0: a pie for every person. Yes. Eight yeah.
1: different pies. And right.
0: I don't know how this started. It just years ago at my brother Lee. We're always out at my brother Lee's in Munster for Thanksgiving. And I don't know when that started or why, but I like it. <laughs>
1: It gives you a choice. And as Hunter says in this list, same for pies. Apple, pumpkin, mincemeat, have a slice of each. Or if you don't like mincemeat, have two apples and one pumpkin. I love mincemeat. Always have three. When else do you get to have more than one dessert? Labor Day? No. (laughs) Did someone mention fruitcake? Granted, it's loaded with the mandatory celebratory calories, but avoid it at all costs. I mean, have some standards. I disagree there. There are good fruitcakes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes after two slices, you don't even know what you're eating. What so. was the
0: fruitcake? We passed a fruitcake around for a couple of years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did. We really did. I think, Spike, <laughs> I think Spike finally broke into it. And it was yeah, lively. Yup. Yeah. Yeah, it was well fermented. (laughs) And final tip before we break for the news. If you don't feel terrible when you leave the party or get up from the table, you haven't been paying attention. Reread all these tips, start over, but hurry. January is just around the corner. Remember, this is your motto to live by. Life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in an attractive and well-preserved body, but rather to skid (laughs) in sideways, chocolate and wine in one hand, body thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and screaming, "Woohoo!" What a ride this has been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'd... And just stay with us.
8: of sand, Water lines beneath its
0: eyes Water lines beneath its eyes Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. No, that's not us singing. That's some people with some serious, serious talent. Uh, Tommy Emanuel and muriel anderson from an extraordinary new album in fact i think we may be premiering the album Mm -hmm. tonight it is uh just being released and uh i think it's one of the best things that muriel has ever put out
1: i agree And muriel is with us she's a busy busy woman especially this time of the year how are you tonight muriel anderson Oh, wonderful. So great to hear your voice. Oh, you you know, it's not Thanksgiving week if we don't get to talk to Muriel. Really, we've been doing this for (laughs) decades, (laughs) right? Yes we told the story earlier about how we first met you muriel and i love that i mean it was a simpler time it was before the internet we saw you on yep. the crook and chase show out of nashville on uh, cmt and we she's local we've got to track her down and i picked up the phone and i called muriel anderson in downers grove and this sweet sweet elderly woman said i'm not the right muriel anderson <laughs> and gave me your phone number and that's how we tracked you down right uh, that's right she got several calls
8: and one call was from NASA who also heard me play on, on that show and uh, they were asking me to play for the astronauts and oh, so she gave them my number that's right and i ended up playing for all the astronauts in Houston and one of them took my music up to
1: space with her oh that is so, right oh my gosh so what 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 number is this cd for you sailing dreams Oh, you know, I haven't counted it, but I think it's 13 or 14. Oh, my gosh. It's so good, (laughs) Muriel. It is so
0: good. We started listening to it. Muriel was nice enough to send us uh, some advance copies of it. And, oh, boy, I know I sound like I'm gushing, but I'm gushing. This is wonderful. It is. I love it.
1: And you know, we've loved your work over the years, but we both looked at each other and said, she's gone to another plane, another place. <laughs> is it because of your love of sailing? Is it is, is, is you're sharing this, this other passion through your music?
0: In fact, take us back a little bit, because it was uh, a few years ago that you started on this venture where you were going to be sailing around. And uh, I think, was part of it pre-COVID? That, that you started uh, yes. doing this? Yes,
8: right. And it was actually right at the beginning of of COVID that Brian said, "Let's let's sail up to Maine." And as we sailed up to Maine, we uh, it felt like we were sailing back in time, literally back in time. As we sailed, we would get to these little fishing villages that hadn't changed in hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and as, the further we went. Uh, the, the further back in time we went and uh, in fact i i
0: wrote a, a tune about that that ended up on the album and that we should we should mention too blatant plug first of all go to murielanderson.com that's murielanderson.com just like it sounds and you will see information on how you can get the cd and muriel always outdoes herself with being creative when she comes out with new cds along with the cd there is a board game how the heck did this <laughs> happen
8: <laughs> well we always like to you know share the experience in a bigger way than just the cd we did the the cookbook with music for each recipe
6: mm-hmm.
8: uh, you know that we did the the christmas card with a uh, with a cd inside of it uh, but I said, Brian, how can we, like, share the adventure and the, the special experiences that happened from the, from these sailing trips? And it was Brian that said, yeah, how about a board game? And I thought, gee, I have you know, loved to play board games ever since I was a kid. Uh, we even would create some of our own ones when we were young. And So it was like just going back and just trying to create recreate the fun that we had mm-hmm. and and i we've tried it with uh, with friends and family and they're they're just uh it, i think it's it's gonna be <laughs> i'm mean, really really excited to see how people are gonna react to it because uh, there's a lot that went into it and i think it's gonna be a really fun game have you actually seen and the also you have to uh, it's designed to take about the same amount of time as the album so oh here, this is the album
1: Oh, that's brilliant. Games. Oh my gosh. Have you actually seen the prototype of the board game? I mean, you have you touched it? Yes, we have the
8: prototype. And here's the, the big news. As of today, we just heard that the games are printed and on their way to us. Oh. And the CDs just arrived in Illinois. So we, uh, So if you go to my website, it says, you know, we don't know exactly when they'll arrive. Well, they Now we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) That was literally a few minutes ago. You,
1: my friend, live right because you got the big homecoming concert next Saturday and you will have your product just in time for the homecoming concert, right? That's
8: right. (laughs) They will be there Saturday and we'll have copies. Um, you know, for everyone on Saturday.
0: Now, I do have to ask, because a little later on Sunday, the 19th, you're going to be in Valparaiso at Front Porch. Will you have uh, CDs or anything there?
8: Uh, they will be only a few miles away from us. <laughs> 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 so we'll have to, to uh, sh- uh, ship them to people who come. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say tomorrow, but it's actually, but
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it, it will, uh, we, night. we still, yeah, tomorrow night, because we still have uh, about an hour and 15 minutes left in today. Left <laughs> today, that's
1: right. Yes, right. <laughs> and, and again, you can find out every place that Muriel pops up, because she is a really busy woman, and she's always been that way since we've known her. Uh, and this is an especially busy time, because what year is this for you for your homecoming? 32nd annual. What? Christmas.
0: Oh, come on. 32nd? Yeah, yeah, I started before I was born. (laughs) Good grief. And we we helped you when we were just babies. Yeah, That's right. We were just out of high school, (laughs) I think.
1: Oh, oh my God. That was you. I was in grade school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That is crazy. And so uh, this is next Saturday night because it's always the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And this is in your hometown of Downers Grove. And it's at the First Congressional Church. Is that right?
8: First congregational church yet, and it's also available online. So if you can't make it there, you can join us online. Oh,
1: Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Well, you've
8: mentioned we'll we'll have a guitar giveaway. We do that every year. Uh, Tobias Music has again been so gracious to to offer a uh, a new guitar to give away. And uh, so, whether you're online watching online or at the show, you'll have a chance to win Mm -hmm. that
1: guitar. And you can get the CD and the board game. I got a lot of questions about the board game because I'm excited, but I'm a little scared. So we're going to take a break.
0: But, but before we take a break, I want to do a little tease. There are so many good songs on this album. And one of my favorites we're going to play next with Muriel and Susie Bogus. Mm-hmm. It is just oh, yeah. a wonderful, yes. wonderful song.
6: laugh again, laugh again.
0: Real life. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. That's Muriel Anderson and Susie Bogus and the title cut from an extraordinary album called Sailing Dreams. Uh, Muriel, I have to ask you, how did you decide who would sing which cuts? Because that is absolutely perfect for Susie.
8: Well, with that one, there was no decision whatsoever. The whole song came in a dream, and when I woke up from the dream, I could remember the melody, the lyrics, the two guitar parts, the bass, and the drums, and the singer sounded like Susie bogus What? And so I ran into her at a truck stop in New Jersey. <laughs> I just happened to park right next to her. <laughs> <laughs> and we both popped out of the car, and she said, "Muriel, what are you doing here?" And I said, "Well, I wrote this song." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, so I, I asked her actually about uh, you know that song and another song I would written, and she she said, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll I'll sing it for you." And so I was just amazed that she would record it on my album and, and transform the dream into reality. So everything in that song was the way it happened in the dream. Oh, my God! Uh, the, the sound of the waves, the, the clanging ha- halyards, and then the, the little uh, guitar chords that came in, they came in just like that in my dream.
1: Wow. And Has that happened before?
8: It's only one time before a song called Living Out a Dream that I recorded on my guitar and cello album. Yes, The new classics for guitar and cello. Mm-hmm. So there's only the second time it's ever happened this clearly, or I could remember every part.
0: Not only is that one of the best things you've done; it's one of the best things Susie's ever done. Yeah, oh, that that's geez. a special, special. It really cut. is.
8: Yeah. Oh, she is amazing. Uh, I was, you know, in the studio with her, and she just recorded everything. Just first take. It was just wow. Hmm. It, it's just. The hair goes up on my arms when I hear
0: her sing. I've often wondered if she has perfect pitch because her voice just is is so crystal clear, perfect.
8: Yeah, uh, uh, it it was just amazing. Uh, I'd never, you know, worked with a singer like that, you know, uh, aside from from Mark Kibble, you know, who sings Mm -hmm. on one of the other cuts. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, In a very different style. Yeah,
1: but your guitar playing—wow! I—in I, fact, we were looking at each other like, we don't want to talk over her guitar playing." But we're just giving people a taste yeah. of what's on the CD, and I—I uh, I just, I, I love the way it's recorded. So, you were in the studio. Was it a new studio to you, or tell us a little bit about that? Because it's so warm, yet it's so clear.
8: Oh, thank you. Uh, that I recorded uh in my home studio and in Susie's home studio. So we recorded it there. Wow. And I have a, a wonderful mastering engineer, uh, John Mayfield in Nashville, who just helps everything to, to come alive and yeah. clear. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Well, now I've got to take you back. So you woke up and you have this song, which became the title yeah. track for your new CD, Sailing Dreams. Uh, you mentioned the name Brian a couple of times. That's your fella. Brian Allen, and he's also.
0: Did I hear Brian in the background there, or has your voice gotten lower? <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian is here. Hey, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian. How are you?
1: <laughs> Brian okay. is. He's a super talent, too. A great photographer, and in fact, you know, one of my fondest memories of your homecoming show, Muriel, was when Brian supplied the visuals for your songs from your travels, and that was just like, oh, that was so cool. So, and he'll be doing that on Saturday. Oh, we'll, good. And, uh, his visual's behind me. Great, great, great. So, Brian, we've talked before off the air over dinner about your love of sailing and how this goes way back. But, Muriel, uh-huh. did you ever sail before you knew Brian? Uh,
8: no. I mean, aside from you know, one little sail on Lake Michigan, <laughs> uh, sailing was entirely new to me, uh, uh there's one song, I don't know if you're going to be playing it at some point in the in the show, called I'm Sailing, I'm Sailing, which, mm-hmm. which talks about that. And do you remember, in, uh, have you seen the movie What About Bob?
1: Oh, no. No.
8: There's this one scene where uh, you, you see uh, Bill Murray saying, I'm sailing, I'm sailing, and then as it pans out, you see that... Uh, he's tied to the mast because he's afraid of water, and so, <laughs> so that that scene I, that was just so classic. So I just took the the line from that and uh, and turned it into this uh, this song that is about you know the things that I've discovered from mm-hmm. you know, like from being out there on the water.
1: Wow, uh, Brian, I know you've I I think we've we've uh, talked about how you've gone on some solo trips, which, frankly, whenever you talk about them, I'm terrified, but I can tell that it really energizes you because that's a passion of yours, right? Sailing has been and, and will always be a passion of yours.
9: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I've done a few interesting trips.
1: Scary. Scary trips. <laughs> Well, some would
9: say scary. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Muriel, uh, do you ever get a little bit a nerve? Like, okay, you've done this a lot longer than me, and and I kind of think we need to go someplace where I can get my feet on the ground. Yeah,
8: <laughs> there, there are, are sometimes uh, that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a challenge. It's uh, it's dangerous as sometimes you know mm-hmm. you can hit those storms, and when you've survived them. Uh, it's it's really exciting and energizing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you're, oh, and and you immediately say, "Oh, let's do yeah. that again." There
8: are, yeah. yeah, there are some times, Yeah,
1: yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You're sold. Well, please, please let me be on shore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, I want. I said, um, I want to know if you need to know your 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 bow from your boom to be able to play the board game. Uh, do you have they, to? We made the board game multiple choice.
8: Oh. Actually, I call it multiple guess.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's more my speed. And
8: So that way, um, you know, you have a, a, a chance of, of guessing it right. But you also learn a little bit about sailing. Mm-hmm. You learn a little bit about uh, the area that the board game takes place from the south shore of Long Island to Penobscot Bay, Maine. So you learn about uh, the area and a little bit about the music, too.
1: And again, the music is Sailing Dreams. This is Muriel's new CD, and she will have it in her hot little hands this week when she gets home to Downers Grove. The homecoming shows next Saturday night. You guys, can you sit tight? We're going to take a break. We're Either sit tight or hang loose, loose, loose whichever yeah. turns you on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few with Muriel Anderson and Brian Allen. And uh, yeah, again, you need to go to her website and find out more about uh, getting your hands on the CD and the board game.
0: And the website is cleverly named murielanderson.com.
1: Far away where
6: troubles
8: never find
0: me. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. You're listening to a world premiere of Muriel Anderson's new album. The album is called Sailing Dreams. It is one of the best albums Muriel's ever done, and she's done a lot of great, great albums. And we have so many things to, to talk about, but uh, one of the things, uh, Muriel, you want to talk a little bit about uh, how did you get to record with Mark Kibble of Take Six? That's very cool.
8: Yeah, uh, just a stunning singer. It, just, uh, it was wonderful to meet up with him. Uh, actually, I sat next to him on a Southwest Airlines flight, <laughs> two flights in a row. What? And so after, yeah, after we uh, ended up talking, you know, I said, you know, we've, we've got to do something together.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: <laughs> yeah, we do. So he ended up producing my all the vocals on my Nightlight Daylight CD, mm-hmm. and I called him back in to, to do a couple of songs on the Shailing Dreams CD. So just, uh, what a, a talent. I mean, the... Take Six, as you know, is the most celebrated vocal group in history. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've won more Grammys than anyone, and and, uh, it's just an incredible
0: talent. Speaking of incredible talents, I have to share with with you a conversation that Johnny and I were having off the air. Next Saturday night, we have a full show, so uh, we're obviously going to be here for the five hours. And sadly, we won't Mm -hmm. be able to be at your homecoming show, and oh boy... Do I wish we could be, not only because it's you and it's the new music and the board game, but the group that is appearing with you are favorites of ours. We first had them on the show years ago, Small Potatoes. They're what? Have you ever worked with Small Potatoes before? Yes, I had
8: them as a special guest on a TV show that I was doing years and years ago mm-hmm. called Off Stage,
6: mm-hmm.
8: uh, cable TV in, in Downers Grove. And they were some of the most delightful guests yes. I had in the whole year. So I, I said, you know, it's been years and years. I said, this is the year to have them come and, and do my uh, my Downers Grove show.
0: Well, please give them some virtual hugs from us because they're they're terrific oh. people.
1: I honestly, I I had lost track of them. It's probably been 25 years since we had them in studio. And just a crazy memory, we ran back to the coffee machine during a break yes. because it was in the middle of the night, as you know, Muriel. And um, uh, somehow I said, well, let me make you a cup of coffee. And uh, she says to me, the, the, the girl part of Small Potatoes. Forgive me. Uh, but she says to me, oh, just pu- put a lot of cream in there. I like to have a lot of cream. It, yeah. al- it allows me to sing better.
0: She's the only singer ever on our show that says she wants cream to kind of make her voice get... <laughs> <laughs> it's a what but it works
8: yeah jackie's a great singer jackie you has got a real character what you think
1: yes oh that's too funny Maybe that's her secret <laughs> yes yes well again the homecoming show is next saturday and we were talking about the fact that uh, is this the first time you're going to make it available for people to to tune in if they can't make it to the concert
8: we did that last year as well, and it worked out so, so nicely uh, that other people were able to experience this moment mm-hmm. that we have. It's, it's kind of like uh, ex- extending our Thanksgiving holidays mm-hmm. to our family and friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, we've and, had a, a, couple, people, uh, neighbors. a yeah. couple of people have texted us, and they want to know, well, how, because they're from other states, and they want to know how can they join in on this. Is this through your website or through YouTube, or how are you doing this?
8: Yes, we're doing it uh, through YouTube, so you you can just go to my website and uh, I think it's there's a tab right up there for the mm-hmm. November twenty fifth concert, and you can sign up either either live or online, there,
1: mm-hmm. and then you'll get a link. And I'm looking here at you know, you were I got to compliment you because we were talking off the air about you know life before we were all into computers. And you really gravitated toward social media early on, didn't you? Because you realized that this was a fabulous way to get the word out about who you are and what you're doing, and relatively inexpensive uh, initially, right? You know, I I didn't really uh, embrace social
8: media, except that when uh, the... Uh, when the pandemic happened, you know, I thought, well, I just want to stay in touch with people
6: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not
8: not lose lose track with people, and, and uh, you know, I miss them. I miss going out and, and uh, playing and, and uh, you know talking to people. So I, I thought I'd do a Monday live, and I've kept that yeah. every Monday. Uh, 6 p.m. Central Time on both my YouTube and my and my Facebook, and then I have special guests. In fact, this Monday I'm going to have Small Potatoes come in and oh, oh, do how cool. a, a little uh, a little spot with me. And um, and it's a way that I've been able to stay in touch with my musician friends mm-hmm. uh, and have them come as guests, uh, as well as you know um, friends and fans and you know, whoever wants to to join in. And and everyone can text and we can you know do a little.
6: Uh, a little back
0: and forth. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got so much more to talk about. Uh, I want to tell people about the board game. and We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we want to find out a little bit more about this guy you're singing with, this uh, Captain Brian guy. So uh, <laughs> that and more coming up at WGN.
4: Hump with old shipwrecked shores and the vineyard
8: that Martha once grew.
0: Steve King and Johnny Putman of WGN Radio. The album is Sailing Dreams, a world premiere of Muriel Anderson's new album. And Muriel is singing on that particular cut with... uh, Captain Brian. So so tell us about this Captain Brian guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we had Vince
8: Gill originally slated to sing this song. Very wisely. Very yeah. Wisely selected. And uh, and Vince called me and said, you know, I'm touring with the, with the Eagles and I've I've only got a few days, you know, in Nashville, I'm calling everyone to tell them I can't you know, you know, I don't have time to sing on anyone's album. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, but keep me in mind for the next one. So, here we are. Uh, right, uh, getting right towards the end of finishing up the album, and I said, "Brian, do you want to <laughs> sing on this one?" And Brian has never sung on anything in his life. What?
0: You're kidding? Yeah, yeah. it's the first time. Brian, sung you on sound anything. terrific. That's
1: great.
0: You sound
1: a great. Voice. We didn't yes. even know it. Wow. Well, my yeah. singing
9: career began in the second grade when the teacher asked us all to sing, and I was
6: terrified
9: of singing in front of people. And so I just mouthed the words of that singing, and she caught me and then tried to make me sing by myself in front of the class. Oh, and I, I was terrified, and I did the only thing I could think of to do. I began crying like crazy, oh,
8: oh,
0: oh.
9: and she let me off the hook. So that was the beginning of my singing career.
0: And he only cried a little bit when he was recording <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Brian, I'm going to tell you who you made me think of, <laughs> and, and I wonder if Johnny knows where I'm going with this. There was a wonderful play that Johnny and I fell in love with a couple years ago. Sadly. We
1: saw it three times. We
0: saw it three times. Sadly, uh, after it left Chicago and went to New York, it didn't do that well. Sting wrote a play called The Last Ship. You should listen to that album. It's wonderful stuff. Muriel, I think you would love that. And and Brian, so many of the songs. I can hear you singing some of the songs songs. from The Last Ship. (laughs)
1: I, wow, Brian! You seriously? When you chimed in, I got goosebumps, and it, I imagine you as a second grader crying because you didn't want to sing. And you're so dang good. <laughs> and, and
0: is it me I didn't
1: or get d- until now to sing? That's right. Now, Uriel, put me out
0: of that. Is it me or did both of you kind of wonderfully lapse into a little bit of an Irish uh, brogue as you as you're singing that? Because at least that's is what that? I'm hearing.
8: A, a, a wee little bit. We also have Andrew Clark on harmony singing with us. Great mm-hmm. uh, to
0: have him join us later on. Gosh,
8: um, it's it's just the way Brian kind of talks when he sails. You know, he <laughs> becomes a sailor. He turns into a
1: sailor. <laughs> <laughs> well,
9: this is a sailing. Album, yeah,
1: you know this this whole album is, is it's it's full of surprises. It's like it was. It, it was meant to be yeah i mean from your dream and you wake up and the song with Susie bogus is so fabulous and then you get brian to sing and it's 13 cuts on the album and, and again every song i say oh this is my favorite and then we get to the next i go no maybe this is my favorite so and we mentioned the board game which as you said uh, earlier muriel as you're listening to the cd you play the game it's about the same length right
8: Right, and we wanted to give people a real tactile experience, and so I, uh, I wanted to stay away from plastics, you know, and mm-hmm. have everything wood and and, and built thick cardboard. In yes, and uh, wanted to have it made in America.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, the, the only plastic thing we couldn't get away from was the the needle on the spinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so we couldn't figure out how to make it out of anything else. So, uh, so it. Uh, so at great expense, <laughs> <laughs> we made this game just the way we wanted it, so that uh, um, not in Germany, yeah, but so that people could could play it and it was made here, and, and so I'm, I'm really happy with it. And wait, wait, I, you've got to explain.
1: You, for the game, you've got to explain the fact that the game comes with fish and lobster.
8: Yes, yeah, it's one of the only places where fish and lobster are worth the same. <laughs> number <laughs> times. Yes, that's right. Uh, experiences. Sure. And also, it you, uh, you gain experiences. So there are two winners. The one who gets the most fish and lobster and mm-hmm. the one who gains the most experiences. And good mm. experiences and bad experiences both count the same oh. because they're both fodder for good tales to tell.
1: Oh, that's good. Oh, I love that. And um, yeah. I think on your website you said that people who pre-order the board game get a a bottle of sand?
8: Yes, a bottle of sand <laughs> from the very islands that you were uh, visiting. So if you want to put your toes in the sand while
1: ah, you're playing the game, you can. You,
0: okay. I, I love the marketing stuff that you come up with. You it are brilliant. So cool. yeah, you
1: and Brian both are brilliant. <laughs> really, you are. Oh, We had a lot of laughs. I bet. Well, you know... And you, the finished product is just amazing. I can't wait to get our hands on it. Sailing Dreams is the CD. And the board game is called? Also Sailing Dreams. Sailing Dreams, okay. And you can get both of them because Muriel got the good news today that um, somebody at the house has touched the box that they came in. Right, Muriel? Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> they are actually uh, in uh
8: Yeah, in the state of Illinois. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. So you can get both next Saturday. And the combo is $55. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. And you can order them online. What a great Christmas gift idea. And now that Muriel... It's just November. If you pre-order, you can get them by Christmas. <laughs> am yes, I, well, am, am I pushing it there? able to say, yes, you can get them by Christmas.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. And again, go to murielanderson.com. It uh, should be easy to remember. Don't forget, you can see Muriel will be in concert Sunday at Front Porch Music in Valparaiso and then the Saturday after Thanksgiving multimedia concert in Downers Grove at the first congregational uh, uh, location. And uh, this is just, it's a wonderful concept, it's a wonderful uh, CD. I can't wait to try and play the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll get
8: you one, we'll get you a game.
0: And I can't wait till the next time we get to be in the same place at the same time. The last time... We were we were hanging out with with these guys. Other than WGN, was a wonderful evening at De Luciano's.
1: Yes, mm.
0: that yeah. was
1: that was that yeah. was a long time ago, and it was Christmas. And if you guys are going to be around, you're going to Vegas and Hawaii though in the next few months. Uh, you just yeah. how did you end up going to Vegas? Uh, it, we just looked to see where the plane stopped on the <laughs> way, and said,
8: hey, you know, rather than just changing planes. Why don't we get off and do something there? And, and you are. <laughs> uh, we, yes, we have we have friends there uh, to visit, and also there was a, a library that wanted me to play.
0: Everybody oh, goes, okay, that's that. great. So. Oh, good. Well, again, we can't recommend. I want the album Muriel at the Vegas Library. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we want you guys to follow Muriel at MurielAnderson.com. Go out and see her at the concert. It's a multimedia show next Saturday. It's her homecoming. It's her 32nd. You'll see her and say, how can this be? Was she six when she did her first show? That's what you'll say. <laughs> guitar playing has been Very very good to Muriel Over the years That's all I'll say
0: And, and we can guarantee You will have a Wonderful, wonderful time Once in a lifetime experience At a Muriel Anderson concert
1: And you might even Win a guitar And I remember Many many years uh, uh, One of our listeners Would call and say I won the guitar From mm-hmm. Tobias Music So Well yes It's an Eastman guitar This year A really nice
0: Oh, oh Eastmans makes Some great very guitars nice, yeah.
1: yeah Well you but, guys Safe travels I know you've got gig uh the, your valpo fans have checked in and thanked us for mentioning your your front porch show on sunday and then you're going to head on to downers grove for next saturday thanks a million for joining us on the radio we love today. you guys yeah and congratulations oh, i love you
8: too oh. and it's so, so lovely to talk with you and uh, let, let's we'll catch up off the air sometime too
1: absolutely yeah, it's
8: fun. safe in, in real life yeah.
1: safe travels you guys thanks a million <laughs> Good night, you
0: And again, don't forget the website, murielanderson.com. And it really is as good as we've said it is. I'm not kidding. Is. Yeah. It's wonderful. I've loved wonderful her music stuff. over
1: the years, and I'm just blown away by this CD. And this is coming from a woman who oh, I sweat when I think about sailing because I'm scared to death. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, oh, this is so romantic. This is wonderful. I want to do it. <laughs> no, I want to listen to the CD and play the board game.
0: <laughs> Stay with us at WGN. Kang and Johnny Putman of WGN Radio. A movie is probably flashing (laughs) on the big screen in your head right now. That movie would be Road to Perdition.
1: That's right. That's the music from Road to Perdition. And joining us right now is a guy that we haven't talked to in... Uh, decade, much too long. Yes, best-selling author and award-winning novelist, and the guy behind Road to Perdition. He's Max Allen Collins. Max, how are you tonight? Johnny, hey, Steve.
0: hey, how Max. Are you?
1: It's been a hundred years since yeah, we've talked to you.
9: Terribly, terribly long. He- it's it's great to hear your voices again, and that that music does bring back a lot of memories and. Uh, I think it's one of the most imitated uh, soundtracks. You you hear echoes of that music in so many other films now.
1: That's interesting, because you can't hear that music without having a film play in your head. We're sitting here looking at each other going, yeah, this is really good piece of music. (laughs) What year was Road to Perdition when it was made into a movie?
9: It was 2002, and it's funny that you mention the music the way you do, because... I was sitting, you know, at the premiere in Chicago, at the Chicago Theater, Mm -hmm. and uh, with my wife on one side, I mean, my son on the other side, I mean, my son, who was a teenager at the time, leaned in, when it started and the music came up, he turned to me and he said, the music is good. We're fine.
6: (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he was right. Yeah. He He was Correct. Wow. Well, you've kept busy, and that's why we're excited to be able to talk to you tonight, because you are going to be making an appearance tomorrow, Sunday, for a couple of hours at a wonderful bookstore in Forest Park.
0: Centuries and that's Sleuths.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm so happy that Centuries and Sleuth made it through the, the pandemic and still standing and still doing things like bringing you in for a book signing. You have two new novels out. Is that right? Two new Nate Heller novels?
9: Well, that's right. There, there, there are two Nate Heller novels out right now. One just came out. It's called Too Many Bullets, <laughs> and it's basically, as you know, Centuries and Sleuths is a combination of history and mystery, and and that is absolutely what I what I do in the Nate Heller books. This is a book about the uh, the Robert Kennedy assassination.
6: Uh,
9: and we also have my wife and I, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we write as Barbara mm-hmm. Allen and uh, have a. Series that has the word antiques in the title, mm-hmm. and we have one called Antiques Faux, Fo, F-O-E, uh, a pun on F-A-U-X, <laughs> and uh, she's there, going to be there with me, and I'm hoping we'll sell some books between 2 and 4 p.m. and see a lot of our friends. We haven't done centuries in sleuths since pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and it was a regular stop on our, I mean, we always went there. So we are. We have a lot of friends, a lot of loyal readers who uh, will be seeing for the first time in a long time. Kind of yeah. like my friends uh, Johnny and Steve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now this this Nathan Heller novel. Uh, this what number is this for you? Because it, it isn't the the whole Nathan Heller series like forty years old now.
9: Yes, it's a, it, this is the fortieth anniversary uh, of Nathan Heller. The first book was published in nineteen eighty three. Wow. It's called True Detective, which uh, HBO helped themselves to that title,
6: <laughs> and
9: uh, so I don't get to use it. But uh, we uh, we're at the 19th book in the series. Wow! And uh, we're actually uh, preparing a, a podcast uh, that is a, in, it, it, it's a it's kind of like a Golden Age radio show, mm-hmm. but updated. We're, we're going to adapt uh, the first two books. And with any luck, we will be able to do uh, do quite a few of them. Oh. And I'm going to be writing all the scripts. So it's yeah. I, I really, you know, I'm kind of a radio guy. So yeah. I really,
0: oh, I love like that. It. So so it's going to be done like old time radio shows.
9: Uh, it's going to be it's going to be kind of like a, a, a movie for the mind. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we we have we have some we have some Hollywood actors involved in it. Uh, and it's. I'm very, very impressed with the, the team that's being put together.
1: This is a fabulous idea, and this is going to go places because, you know, 10 years ago we just said, oh, yeah, but who listens to podcasts? Well, if you're like Everybody. me, yeah, you have a list of podcasts that you Everybody. go to, and this is going to be huge. That's brilliant. Well,
9: I, I, Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about this, and, and it's, it's good people involved in it, and some of the people are Chicago people, some mm-hmm. of the people – well, well, the odd thing is the, the 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 guy that was kind of the point man here is named uh, Robert Meyer uh, Burnett, and he he's a big YouTube presence, a very popular show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I went to write him a you know to write him basically a fan letter, and the address was Rock Island, Illinois. Oh. <laughs> And I realized that that I found out that his his business partner was somebody I had known for like thirty years
6: wow.
9: and was twenty five miles from my house. So we put this together like the next day we I was on a zoom call and and this this podcast idea was born, and we've already we've already done the pilot uh it it will be uh, be out there in December, so I'm very excited about that because yeah. it's very helpful to the books. It it really helps helps lead people to the
6: book,
1: so this is where I'd like them to be led. Absolutely. Well, you, you need to keep us up to date because we will certainly let people know when that first podcast drops and then Absolutely. people can subscribe to it. And I, I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. That is so cool. Yeah, n-
0: now that we're back in touch with you, we need to stay in touch with
1: you. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, well uh,
9: I'm very, very excited, and I know a lot of people must be thrilled to have you guys back on the air. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just thrilled that you're back.
1: Well, thank you. I, they make us feel like you know they want us to come back every Saturday night, so we do. Yeah,
0: you know? <laughs> we are talking with Max Allen Collins. Uh, it's been way too long since we first uh, met Max. In fact, if you're like us, you've probably. First, encountered the name Max Allen Collins when you were reading the Dick Tracy comic strip mm-hmm. in the Chicago Tribune. And uh, maybe you have in your collection things like Miss Tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Max, how many books total? Have you ever counted up how many books total you have been responsible for?
9: Well, it, it's, it's well over a hundred. <gasps> uh, it's probably more books now than I've read. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, I have been doing this a while. We we talked that this is the 40th anniversary of of, of Nathan Heller, uh, probably the 50th anniversary of my my professional writing career. When they, I was doing it a lot longer than that, but they weren't paying me.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: And I like I, I liked it when it turned that corner. Yeah, and I did Dick Tracy for 15 years, pretty much at the start of my career, and that was. uh a dream come true for me. I mean, civil dreams come true. Knowing Chester Gould, the creator of Dick yeah. Tracy, and, and getting to write Dick Tracy. And, and in recent years, uh, I've been basically the literary executor of the Mickey Spillane estate. Mm-hmm. And have completed, believe it or not, 15 books mm. that Mickey Spillane started and didn't finish. Wow. And I got to finish them. And I can look at my bookshelf and see both our names on the on the spine. N- I can't even begin to tell you what a thrill that is.
0: Yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but but for people who don't remember those conversations from years ago, what what mental hoops did you have to jump through to not write as Max Allen Collins but to write as Mickey Spillane?
9: Well, I'm gonna say none because I I had taken Mickey's work as vitamins as a kid. Uh, and I I view my camera as a character, and I just try to be true to the character. Now I will admit to you, our our sense of the humor are not quite the same. I would say Mickey's sense of humor was kind of a Howard Hawks <laughs> kind of masculine humor, and I have a wise guy kind of humor. And you know, you it, it's hard to do somebody else's sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so definitely my sense of humor is in there. Uh, and, uh, I, but I basically think it's pretty authentic. There is not, one of the things I decided to do was not to do any continuation novels, but to only deal with material that could be developed from something Mickey had worked on himself. Mm -hmm. Early on, we had manuscripts of 100, 150 pages. Then toward the end, and we're coming toward the end of the project now where I might be working from a one-page synopsis, but there still is Spillane material in each of these books. People, may, A lot of people don't even know who Mickey Spillane is mm-hmm. anymore, uh, but uh, they, they may remember the My Camera TV show with yeah. Casey Keach. Yeah. which I think uh, had, had a lot of cultural uh, purchase, shall we say.
1: Now, when I called you the other day to ask you if you could join us on the radio tonight, you were in an editing room because you're also a filmmaker. And one of our funnest nights on the radio was the night that we talked to you about the movie you did as the follow-up to The Bad Seed. I love that. The movie right. Mother. With mommy. Yeah, mommy. Language, right. Yes.
9: Pretty, well, we, speaking of, of my camera, Mickey Spillane, Last year, I did a, a Golden Age radio show again that we did as a play, and I did it locally. And I did I had Gary Sandy mm-hmm. from WKRMP you know, who came sure. in and was my was my my camera. But everybody else was local, and I was you know I live in a little town in Iowa, mm-hmm. and these people were excellent and so i spent the last year putting a a, a, a movie project together and uh, it's called blue christmas and it's a kind of a christmas noir it's a combination of it's a what well, i guess the term now is mashup
6: mm-hmm.
9: of the maltese falcon and a christmas carol oh so, uh, so you have you instead of scrooge you have a private eye who did not bother to uh solve the murder of his partner Jake Marley. Oh. And so it's a year it's a year later and Jake Marley drops by as a fairly scary ghost and you know it says you better get out there and uh you better get out there and solve my murder or you're going to have the same uh outcome I had which was to to be stuck in limbo in
0: chains. Hmm. Well, I'm all over this. Yeah.
10: Yeah, it, it's we we
9: we did it. It's very low budget. I would say it's about a half million dollar picture, which by today's standards is chump change. We had a lot less than that because most of us worked, you know, just we worked for free and on a piece of the action.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Uh, I used most of that cast that I had discovered in the in the in the my camera thing we did last year. They they were stellar. Believe it or not, we shot we shot it in six days. Oh.
0: Uh, well, where where can we get one it?
9: One set. One set. We did it at Muscatine Community College in Muscatine, Iowa, is my hometown, and we mm-hmm. they have a black box theater. Uh, build a set there, and uh, we now have second unit photography to do where we go outside and shoot some things that aren't you know aren't a set, but uh, it's it you know we finished the rough cut edit last week, so.
0: So? I'm excited about this. Yeah, and where, when, when? when Wh- is it going to be where? out, and where is it going to be available? Well, we, you know, obviously because it's a Christmas
9: movie, we think it will be not this coming Christmas, but Christmas 2024. Mm-hmm. And between now and then, we will market it. We will take it to some film festivals. Uh, there, you know, I'm in an Iowa, and there's a thing called the Iowa Motion Picture Association. And my movies have done well there and have won awards there in the past and i think this is one of the best things i've done uh in this little area of my interest that's so cool i, I really kind of hung it up in two, around 2006 we did the you may remember we did an elliot ness
6: mm-hmm. right. band show yeah
9: and uh, i had done about i've done five projects in a couple of a couple of documentaries, and i you know, not getting any younger, unlike you guys.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Uh, and uh, so when I did that thing last year, that, that Golden Age radio play, kind of got my juices going again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, and I, I've had a lot of threats from my wife about you know, a lot of warnings, mm-hmm. about this is the last time, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing.
0: We're talking with Max Allen Collins, who is going to be in town Sunday. You can see him in Forest Park. Uh, He's doing a book signing at uh, Centuries and Sleuth. And I'm curious, Max, I don't know that we've ever asked you this. Another friend of ours, a writer from uh, the Panhandle of Florida, Michael Lister, says he always wants to have some old noir vinyl playing when he's writing. Do you have any particular kind of music... That you listen to as you're writing. I, I also remember a conversation with Stephen King, who told me that he has to have rock music rock playing music, when yes. he's writing. So, is there any kind of music that you have to have uh, to put you in the mood when you're writing?
9: Well, when when I started out, I listened to, particularly to uh, there, there. You remember there was that craze of P private eye shows on TV in the late 50s, and yeah. early 60s. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of soundtracks, a lot of good jazz artists. I mean, mm-hmm. people like Henry Mancini, right. Pete Regulo. And, and so I would listen to that stuff when I was writing then. But after a while, I found that it really kind of distracted me. So uh, I really am only listening to the voices in my brain <laughs> <laughs> and, recording, and re- recording them, even though, as you know, as you know, Steve and Johnny, I am a musician. You are, yeah. yes, yep. And I still, I still play music in the summers for about. We do about three or four gigs, so I'm not completely out of that uh, line of work either.
0: Mm-hmm. But the, you, you are busy doing so many things. I have to, for a second, uh, do a do a sidestep and ask you if you don't mind. But you've been uh, very open about this on your website. How's your health?
9: Well, and yeah, you know, I mentioned that my wife uh, was threatening me and I probably should have put it in the context of that that uh, she was afraid I would go back into AFib mm-hmm. if I did that uh if I did that movie project and in fact I did. But I've had my my jump start and and it's uh, my heart's behaving itself. Yeah, I have had some health problems. But uh you know, I didn't I didn't come here to loaf. You know, (laughs)
6: Uh,
9: and so uh, I feel I feel my best when I'm engaged, when I'm working, and you know, I wrote uh, both Too Many Bullets and the previous book, The Big Bundle, both Nathan Heller novels, very challenging books uh, to do, a lot of research, and that just maybe I'm just being distracted. But if I if I just sit and feel sorry for myself. Doesn't bring any money into my house.
1: Uh huh. Well, since we talked last, we have written a book together, and it was a wonderful experience. Uh, we wrote um, a book about Les Paul uh, with his blessings, and oh. we were able to do the whole book tour thing with the book. In fact, we'll have to send you a copy of the book.
9: But, oh, I would love to because oh, I, I didn't know I didn't know about this project.
6: Yeah,
9: well, and of course, you know, Barbara and I have been writing together for. Oh, uh, over twenty years, I would well, say uh, we've done. We've done, I think, seventeen of these uh, antiques books together. Now we we make it work by having my my office is on one floor and her office is on the other floor. How
1: did you guys? Uh, that? that's work? what I wanted to ask you because he would be in the office and I would be at the dining room table, and I would say, "You ready?" And we would meet in the kitchen. And then he would give me what he'd written, and I would take what he'd written, and we'd go our separate ways, and we'd come back to the kitchen and meet. Have a cup of coffee, and then go our separate ways.
9: And well, We plot them together. We plot them uh-huh. together. But she she takes the first path.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: It's a little shorter than is, is required by the publisher, so she's left some room for me to work. Hmm. Maybe there's 50 pages for me to do <laughs> out of a 300-page book. But she works till she's completely sick of the book, turns it over to me and says, I don't care what you do to this.
1: Oh my gosh!
9: So we don't have any, we don't have any of that problem of uh-huh. Oh, you changed my favorite word. Oh, uh-huh. I wanted a red hat, not a blue hat. None of
1: that stuff. Oh, that's great. And and the latest book that we're talking about, which you can get also uh, Sunday, this afternoon between 2 and 4 at Centers in Sleuths, this latest book written by Barbara Allen, Barbara and Max Allen, um, Antiques yes. Foe, F-O-E.
9: Yes, and, you know, we were talking about podcasts and that the uh, – the, the One of the things that initiates the the mystery in this book is that they go on a podcast together because they solved all these the mother and daughter have solved all these crimes together and they get they they get ambushed on the on the podcast oh. the true crime podcast and get accused of the of committing the crimes that they've solved. Mm-hmm. so that's sort of the uh, impetus of this of the story basically though it's a very funny they're very funny books. My wife says the humor is. Uh, legendary at least in our
1: house (laughs) i love the way your minds work and it's you know what it's really energizing and exciting to talk to you because you've got so many things going on and i know your fans uh, we've already heard from some this afternoon this evening they're going to come out and see you at centuries and sluice two to four
9: yeah we're there two to four although we'll probably be there a tiny bit earlier than Mm -hmm. that uh, to make sure we we see our friends uh we have some very loyal readers who have. All, we, we've really always been out of our way to to do centuries and Sleuths. So Augie, the the uh, the owner there, manager, he's just been a wonderful supporter of our work. Mm-hmm
1: do us a favor and tell Augie that if he can ever use us just to drop us a line, if he's got somebody coming in he'd like us to talk to to promote it, because we're just so happy that he's still there, Yeah, and we want to see him continue to be there
0: But We're we're a big fan of, of mom-and-pop stores in, in general, general and yeah. I love what Centuries and Sleuths does
9: Now, you know, I don't usually like to support other authors I'm a, a kind of you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a conflict of interest. You know, but I, I may make an exception in this in this case. Okay. Well, do us a favor too. And I, bet he'll, I bet he'll carry. I bet he'll carry your book.
1: That's for sure. Oh, okay. Well, now this gets more interesting.
0: Well, well that reminds me off the air, we, uh, if you don't mind, would you give um, make sure that we have your current address because we will put a copy of our Les Paul book in the mail?
1: Absolutely. Oh, and make us a I will promise. We only accept it if it's, if it's signed. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and By please. Both authors. Max, make us a promise that after the first of the year, you'll come back and from the, the comfort of your home, you can sit back, kick up your heels, and we can have another one of our legendary chat fest on the radio.
9: Absolutely. Let's do it. Maybe, Have, maybe you'll invite me into the studio again. Of course. Oh, of course. And, and anytime oh.
1: you're, you're oh in the Oh, my gosh.
0: Good, good heavens. Yes. The
1: studios, we're on the 18th floor overlooking the Chicago River. We get to see... And it's, the, it,
0: it's so cool because when Navy Pier does the fireworks, we're looking at the fireworks that are coming up at us.
1: At our feet. Because we're up high enough.
0: Listen,
9: there's always fireworks when you two (laughs) are around.
1: Well done. (laughs) Okay, where's the rim shot? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for staying up late tonight. And
0: and give Barbara a virtual hug from us.
1: Yes, and and have great fun Uh, on uh, Sunday.
0: It will not be virtual. It will be an actual hug. All right.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Max. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Wonderful
9: to hear from you, and and hello to all, all your listeners.
1: We appreciate it.
0: And uh, you, you can go to Max's website and spell it Max, A-L-L-A-N, Collins.com. MaxAllenCollins.com. Collins. Com. And uh, get out to Centuries and Sleuths, and that's between 2 and 4 in Forest Park, and uh, you'll have a good time. Throughout <laughs> the show, we've been sharing some... Uh, pre-Thanksgiving uh, recipes mm-hmm. to um, make you really appreciate those stretchy pants.
1: <laughs> well, verse two is she got her stretchy pants at Amazon, and when you bust the elastic, you just go buy you some more stretchy pants, mm-hmm. because there are going to be more feeding frenzies before the end of this year, as you know. <laughs> right, we've had uh, at least two versions of sweet potatoes. Yeah. And now I understand... Grandpa Bob is in here. Yes, it's Grandpa Bob. <laughs> We're going to age him before. <laughs> He's got a two-month-old grandson, his first, Thorin. And he brought in not one but two recipes. And one of them is the third version of sweet potatoes, huh, Bob?
2: Yep. This one's from my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. So, um, But the we have brown sugar. We have the pecans. We have butter. And the five pounds of sweet potatoes, but she uses uh, three tablespoons of pure maple syrup Ooh. and one teaspoon of vanilla extract, Ooh. one teaspoon of fresh lemon juice, hmm. and two teaspoons of salt. Very
1: lemon juice, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that must heighten the flavor of something. But the maple syrup is—I'm yeah. all about that. And you've had this before.
2: Yeah, well not me personally <laughs> I'm diabetic I oh that's oh so, okay yeah, you know.
1: I'm sorry of course
2: but the family loves it
1: all right so
2: that's why I picked it
1: I love it and so. she just calls it sweet potato casserole yep. or yep and she's using fresh sweet potatoes the real thing absolutely uh, unlike I think um I think it's safe to say that Ron's was canned potatoes but I don't did you get that I'm gonna to have to get him to clarify that because I do use the big can of sweet potatoes and drain them and I've never actually made it with the real sweet potatoes. Yeah, this is
2: five pounds. So. That's a,
1: yeah, it's okay. I love it. And again for those of you just tuning in, don't worry about jotting this down just let this wet your appetite. Maybe you'll come across something that's new and you want to try it with your dinner because we will make all of the recipes available to you at some point late on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. I'll get around they, to there
0: They will be on our blog. That's yeah. uh, stevenjohnny.wordpress.com and we'll link to it on our Facebook
1: page. Yep, and we'll get them all together there for you. You can print them off and whether you use them this time around or at Christmas, that's fine. And your other one you brought in is...
2: Cranberry pecan bread.
1: Oh, I'm all about this. Okay.
2: I love this. So we've got buttermilk and grated orange zest, orange Mm. juice, Mm -hmm. uh, an egg, and then flour that I'm sure you would have to...
1: Mm -hmm. Gluten-free flour. You know. know. Mm -hmm.
2: Baking powder, ground cinnamon, baking soda, uh, one cup fresh or frozen cranberries Mm -hmm. cut in half, uh, and a half a cup of coarsely chopped pecans. And a nine by five inch loaf pan.
1: Mm. I love this. And it goes back to what I said earlier about one of our favorite combos is oranges and cranberries. And yeah. I use the dried cranberries and the orange zest and the orange juice instead of water or milk. Kind of made it my own little combo. And then I make an orange glaze with the orange oh, juice and yeah. then glaze it. Oh, that's and, so good. Yeah, it's real sticky and really good. Um, so that's cranberry pecan bread. And as a listener said earlier, for those of you who are saying, oh, the cranberries are so expensive – all these 99 cents a bag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like crazy cheap <laughs> do you know how hard it is to harvest cranberries you've got to stand around in rubber boots up to your waist and and they're little <laughs> it's kind of like picking cotton that's all i can imagine you know it's just kind of you do it and you do it and then finally you've got something to show for all that hard work <laughs> see i'm for all the cranberry farmers out there i'm showing you some love right now Are you working on Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. You are? Here? Yeah. Yeah. What shift? 8P to 4A. Oh, okay. So you can grab some turkey on your way out. Oh, but be careful. You'll get sleepy.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. That tryptophan, (laughs) you know, might just, you know.
1: We used to do the all-night show on Thanksgiving night.
0: We would be out at my brother's (sighs) in Munster, Mm -hmm. have Thanksgiving dinner, drive back, go on the air at 11 o'clock, Muriel Anderson... Would join us. Always
1: come in to join us.
0: We and would have
1: leftovers. As we walked out of the door, we would we would, we would stuff muffins in our pocket. Stuffing We need muffins.
0: to do, to make sure we do the stuffing, stuffing muffin muffins. recipe too. Yeah, because
1: that's a big thing in our house where we take stuffing and we put it in muffin tins and then baste it with oh, juice it from good? turkey and then it gets like a little chewy on the outside mm-hmm. but it's like oh, a little yeah. poof of, of soft so we would actually put them in our pocket when we get to work about two o'clock we would play alice's restaurant for 17 minutes
0: <laughs> and we, we were we would, able to take a nap and,
1: <laughs> and we would eat muffins and then we were good for nothing, nothing the last two hours nope, nope, we're just nope. like oh please can i go home and we were open about it too yeah i'm i'm full and i'm sleepy <laughs> we did that for a lot of years we and did nobody ever caught on to it right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so you're going to be here i think rumor has it that Roger Baddish is going to be here in the newsroom. Oh, wow. He's been teasing about something. And then today he posted, I think it was his his former ID card, wink, wink. Really? Yeah. Because he did news for many, many years. Yeah. And. Um,
0: well, that's kind of fun. Yeah,
1: it's, it's fun for him, too, yeah. because he stayed busy all summer rebuilding his garden.
0: Oh, boy, has and,
1: he? And now he's. And,
0: and training his new. New puppy, Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Does he have to get another one now that's, that's Travis Kelsey?
1: <laughs> oh, you know, the Kelsey brothers have the number one song on iTunes. The number one. Now, I'm sure Taylor had something to do with that because it's for charity. And it's um, uh, Christmas in Philadelphia, the streets of Philadelphia. It's a Christmas song. Hmm. And it's apparently his brother is quite the singer. We'll have to we'll have to pull up a little bit of okay, that. Okay, we'll dig tonight. it. Up. Yeah. Um he's got a very um gruff, uh, growly kind of country voice. And then uh Travis chimes in and he sounds like he should be in a Disney movie. You know, he's got this like this clear, pure voice and his brother's all Wah! guttural and anyway.
2: Well, his brother made an appearance in Chicago for the for the Bears Carolina game because they had a bye week. Oh, really? So, yeah. All of a sudden, there was this large presence among the the talking heads, and then there was this just giant thing in the middle. And <laughs> we're like, "Oh, look! <laughs> it's
11: Jason Kelsey.
1: He's a really big guy. Yeah, yeah. He's even bigger than his brother, right? Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh,
0: gosh. Speaking of the Bears, are you involved with anything uh, today?
2: No. They're on the road, so I'm. Glad. Oh, okay. No, my next, uh, my next time to fiddle with the Bears is the Lions game on in December.
0: Mm-hmm. Is any, that a- any predictions for today? No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing good.
2: Let's just put it that way
0: yeah
1: oh my gosh uh last we talked you were doing that thursday night game oh yeah that we tried to find when we were in florida and nowhere
0: and then we found out i think it was only on amazon prime or something yeah
1: does that work for football just to go on amazon prime
0: i sure hope so because they're (laughs)
2: paying a lot of money for it yes i hope so
11: if you two were uh, in Chicago at the time, you could have watched it on Channel 32. They carry the simulcast. Oh, did they? Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
11: I guess, the, I guess the deal is, from what I've read, that obviously not everybody has you know Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. for those that don't, when their local team plays, there will be a local station that will simulcast the game mm-hmm. from the network for the local audience that doesn't have uh, the service.
1: Now, we have Amazon Prime, but we've never watched one thing. With Amazon, and we're Prime.
0: probably going to because we're, we're experimenting with different things we might want to do to uh, to cut the cable. Yes. Be- oh, as a matter of fact, when we got down to Florida, we had a problem with our cable system. We had to have a guy come up, and he fixed everything. But he was telling us, and this was with mm-hmm. well, I'll say it was with Wild Cable. He said that within the next year, you ain't going to have Wild Cable the way you did because they're trying Didn't he to
1: say no cable will be they're cable. trying
0: to push everybody towards YouTube and streaming. other streaming services and they want to they want everybody to cut cables.
11: Yeah, yeah I, that, that's what uh, I do at home. I have a streaming service. I have DirecTV Stream. Mm-hmm. It's essentially cable but except there's no thing that you plug on the wall. You need your internet connection and you need an Amazon Fire Stick to watch it.
0: Is it actually cheap cuz I saw one figure where somebody was adding up all the different things that you pay after they had cut the cord and they said by the time you add up all these things, it's the same price that you were paying for cable.
11: You know, I uh, I'm not too sure because because I, I do have some other streaming in addition to Directv stream. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not no I have not. I actually it's been cheaper for me because the last time that I had cable, I was paying almost three hundred dollars a month. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, yep. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that really hurts. And then when you call them they say, well, you have a contract. You can't get out of it. Say, oh, really? I or yeah, or when me. they
11: say, hey, try our new deal to lower your price. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, <thanks>. Lower
1: this. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break for news. And coming up, I guess, Gabe, you got a recipe for us, don't you? I do. All right. And Julian's going to tell us about the spaghetti recipe, an awesome recipe, right here on WGN.
11: A
2: special time of year when four all get together
5: With friends from far and near Fast kisses Neat the mistletoe And presents round the tree
2: And best of all There's time for you and me
0: Steve King and Johnny Putnam And WGN Radio That's Bob Young
1: And that's so good
0: Yeah, it really is
1: really captured uh, just the whole feeling of, well, he, he was a brilliant writer and singer.
0: And, and Bob is the one who who did our uh, Steve and Johnny, Johnny and Steve theme, mm-hmm. and our website Wednesday night theme, and uh, everything you're hearing was Bob.
1: Every instrument, yeah. uh, everything. And he did it in his bedroom, which yeah. is amazing.
0: Just a really, really talented guy who sadly... Uh, passed on a few years ago But yeah, uh, way left too, us yeah. with a ton of music
1: And we're going to make this available Because every Christmas we like to play uh, Christmas in Chicago It's just it's just such a perfect song And uh, it's not available anywhere else We have a copy of it So we're going to post it So you all can we're, enjoy we're it We're
0: going to post it And we're going to try and put together A little bit of a video with it too mm-hmm. so.
1: Yeah, rumor has it We might go take pictures of Christmas lights tonight Ho, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We'll see about that.
0: Well, speaking of Christmas and Thanksgiving and recipes, oh, Gabe, we need to uh, tap into you for a Thanksgiving recipe. What'd you bring?
11: So, obviously, you know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, there's always the basic stuff, the turkey, the ham, and the stuffing, and the potatoes and whatnot. But every year for Thanksgiving, my wife does, makes egg salad with Thanksgiving dinner. What? Yeah, and oh. it is quite it is quite delicious. Uh, that uh, honestly, I tell her all the time. That's probably the reason why I asked her to marry me just for the egg salad.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> love a good egg salad. I so, do too. This and, is a
11: great. And and, and here, here's the thing. She, whenever. Um, Whenever we have Thanksgiving, there's the the number of people that show up is in the double digits. Mm-hmm. So she makes enough. At one point, I think she did uh, enough egg salad for 40 people for Thanksgiving oh, one
1: year. Oh, my gosh. So,
11: so here are the ingredients. You need 30 eggs. What? Yeah. 30, 30, 30 eggs. 30 eggs.
1: <laughs> Who's going to peel them? There's nothing worse than a a hard egg to peel but go ahead 30 eggs
11: my my wife is superwoman let's just put it that How
1: about way it? so
11: yolanda if you're listening i love you honey uh, mm-hmm. 30 eggs
0: oh, w- wait a minute Let, let's pause on that for a second <clears throat> 30 eggs
11: <laughs> there we go and then you need you need uh, uh, celery sticks you can get the she tends to get the bi- the big bag at the grocery store where mm-hmm. it, from the vegetable section that's full of them so you need to get the celery sticks you need mayonnaise and then she also, after she, you know, finishes making everything and and uh, and, and all that stuff, putting it all together, um, she decorates the rim of
1: the bowl with townhouse crackers.
0: Oh, Ooh, I'm so liking this. It's almost this. like a
11: you gotta have, dip. you got to have the townhouse crackers. Does
1: she serve this before the meal or with the meal? With the meal. Because that would make an awesome appetizer, but you can fill up she's, real quick she's, on that.
11: She serves it with the meal, and let me tell you, it goes very fast
0: wow and and i'm going to jump in and say if you're gluten-free instead of townhouse crackers you could use the entertainment crackers yes yes as long as
1: you can get a a brand called
0: entertainment Entertainment crackers crackers, and they taste just like townhouse or risk yes
1: made by shars the only problem is uh i think at the jewels they like to drop kick them because we get nothing but bags of crumbs which are going to come in real handy with our broccoli casserole but you know if you want to eat them as a A cracker.
0: (laughs) But this is sounding wonderful, Gabe. What else?
1: Wait, does she put pickle in it? Does
11: she do anything? She she does she does celery. So what she does is she boils the eggs, right? And then um, she puts salt in in the in the water because it helps uh, makes it easier for the eggs to peel. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then after after she boils the eggs, she lets them cool down. Then she peels them, and while the eggs are cooling is when she chops up the celery.
1: It's a lot of celery. Mm
11: -hmm. Then eventually she takes she takes the eggs. She takes the celery, she takes the mayonnaise, puts it all in a mixing bowl, Uh stirs it all up, and and it looks quite nice when it's done.
1: No, wait, 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 wait. Does she not take the yellow out and then refill the white? She mixes the whole egg?
11: she, She basically... Crushes the whole
0: egg and mix it oh, all, mixing them with the celery. So it and, is and, and very
1: dip-like. Yes. Oh
0: man. Oh, it's I gotta good. try this.
1: You know what? that would be
0: so
11: good. And um and, and in the recipe that my uh, my wife she texted this to me. Her exact words were: "Watch your family fight over it. Enjoy."
0: <gasps> wow. Yeah.
11: So it's uh that th- th- every year it's always uh making sure that there's enough for everybody because our egg salad is that good.
1: No, oh, that's interesting because I do deviled eggs for. Right for Christmas, ne- never do it for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Easter, and then I, if I do a couple dozen deviled eggs, which would be quite a bit of halves. Well, that would be forty-eight halves of eggs, right? I did. <laughs> look at me doing math on the radio after midnight <laughs> but then after we're sick of them we've eaten them so i smash them up and i make an egg salad yeah and on toast it's so yummy but i love this as a side for thanksgiving because it's cooling it's refreshing
0: and it- again let me say 30 eggs <laughs>
1: There's only six of us at dinner. It's going to be a lot of eggs. (laughs) (laughs)
11: Leftovers for lunch the next day. (laughs) How
1: about it? Wow. So do you guys do um, a gravy with your, and I say that, everybody says, well, you do gravy for Thanksgiving, but I think in different parts of the country, the gravy is different. Like it's a giblet gravy if you're in the South where you use the, the turkey parts and you boil it and it gets real rich. And we always put a sliced boiled egg in our gravy. That's a kind of a thing that you do in the South.
11: I'm not sure what gravy um, she uses. Um, she does the gro- she does the grocery shopping. I just eat. But, um,
1: <laughs> You're a wise but, man. But, but, um, everybody
0: has their assigned jobs, Gabe.
11: But 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 but, uh, but uh, you know, for Thanksgiving, it, you know, we do we do gravy. We do cranberry sauce i'm not a big fan of the cranberry sauce though you're not I, and believe it or not i'm not a big fan of, of turkey either like <gasps> I'll, I'll eat like one or two pieces of turkey but for me i'm all about the ham mm-hmm. the
1: mm-hmm. potatoes
11: the stuffing and of course the
1: egg salad okay i came across a recipe for leftovers always a lot of potatoes and and dressing and gravy and all that good stuff left over. and if you're lucky you got some little pieces of turkey leftover mm-hmm. what about this we don't eat sushi i I've, I've never even i don't think i've ever had sushi i think it's really pretty and i know it's difficult to make but you take the skin of the turkey and if you've already eaten the skin on the turkey you buy rotisserie chicken you pull the skin off you lay it on that cute little board that you make your sushi on it's like a little um like a little bamboo board okay so you lay the skin out you cover it with dressing Then you put a layer of potatoes, you put a little bit of gravy, some chopped meat, could be your rotisserie chicken or could be some leftover Hmm. turkey, Uh, just a little bit of cranberry sauce. Then you roll it nice and tight and you slice it and it's beautiful. It looks just like sushi. Then you heat up the leftover gravy and you serve it with the gravy so you take the little bite-sized pieces and you dip it in the gravy and you're eating the leftovers and i think it sounds so good
11: somebody listening to this is going to try to make this into a youtube video now yeah
1: Yeah. they should because i'm thinking in my head i'm thinking can i do this can i get rolled up because you got that's the secret rolling it up nice and tight because i think it's the white rice that sticky rice that gets everything to stay together and and, um, and
0: might you want to add a few bacon bits Oh, listen to you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying.
1: We are not hungry at all, no. are we? If one of those little leftover sushi rolls walked in here right now, I'd be all over it. I'd fight you for it. I would. <laughs> I'm a gentle woman, but I would fight you for it. <laughs> okay. Talking recipes. I am intrigued.
0: Young Julian. Yes. Has, uh, has brought forth
4: some spaghetti goodies.
1: And Mama calls this green spaghetti, correct?
4: A blasta from the pasta, if you will.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very simple.
4: Yeah. Oh, super simple.
1: Lay it on us.
4: Okay. So pasta, cook pasta like you normally would.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Now, what do you usually do when you boil pasta? What do you do with the water?
1: I save some of it so that I can put it back in my dish so that the sauce will stick to the pasta.
4: Oh, okay. There you go. Well, yeah.
1: Is Save- that what you- oh, really? Yeah. That's what she does.
4: Okay. But, like the whole thing, because what? And, and very important. The sauce. So you blend it by using, like you see there, five poblano peppers, or I'm sorry, uh, let me pull this up. Yeah, real quick five
1: po- uh, poblano peppers, yeah. roasted and peeled. Mm-hmm.
4: Roasted and peeled. Sixteen ounces of sour cream, a cup of heavy cream, and then throw some salt and pepper in there. And that goes in the blender with the pasta water? Yes, ma'am. Oh, no. (laughs) Not with the pasta water. No, no, no. Okay. Separately. Blend all that on its own. Mm -hmm. Now, you've got your cooked pasta. You've got your blended sauce. Yeah. Ah. Throw the sauce in the pasta and just stir it around. Whip it up.
1: But if it's too thick, then you use a little bit of the pasta water. and
4: And it does get very thick. Because you want it to be very, you want it to just kind of absorb into the noodles.
1: This sounds so good: roasted and peeled poblano peppers, mm-hmm. sour cream, whipping cream. I don't know. I feel guilty just talking about it.
4: And then one thing I forgot to put on that list. So with the salt and pepper, yeah, you, you just kind of you know put a few pinches in there in the blender. But then you, as you as you taste it, so you know you d- throw some salt and pepper to taste as you're mixing it all up, just add it in there and, and you're done. Super simple. Wow.
0: I have to ask, is this an old family recipe?
4: Honestly, at this point, I don't know when it became a thing. I just know it's always been my mom's thing.
1: And I've never, ever heard of this combo. It sounds wonderful and it does sound good for the holidays. I think for Christmas because it's it, it, is it
4: green when you're done? Oh, yeah. It gets very green. and And mm. if you cut through the noodle, it's it seeps through the oh, noodle. I'm the the this. whole noodle is is green all the way through.
1: Okay, I'll ask the question Steve is dying to know: Is it spicy? Is it hot? Does it burn your mouth?
4: It has some kick, but mm. poblano peppers aren't too bad. You're okay. okay. It's not like it's a jalapeno or a habanero. Mm. It's so good, and it's simple. We we have so many family dishes because family of cooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the simplest one. We've got some complex stuff.
1: You'll have to bring a complex one for Christmas, but I am all about this one. I'm going to try it. And I tell you what, if if, if, it, if it tastes, I hate to bring it in and have you go, no, it doesn't taste like my mom. So I was going to say, I'd bring it in and you go, well.
4: Oh, don't worry. I won't judge.
1: No. Oh. Because I have to use rice pasta, mm-hmm. which is quite tasty.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, if you have to have gluten-free pasta, I would recommend that you not get quinoa. It gets very mushy.
0: Yeah, it really does.
1: But rice and corn pasta, Barilla makes a fabulous pasta. No one knows that it's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good-tasting noodle. They make a lasagna. They make a penne. They make um, everything that you would need in pastas. And so God bless you, Barilla, for doing that.
0: And again, that's spelled?
1: B-A-R-I-L-L-A. Uh, Most grocery stores carry Barilla, and if you're looking for the pasta, look for the one that's most expensive. That'll be your gluten-free one. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, and speaking of expensive, and Julian, I love this recipe, and I'm making it next week, so thank you very much for
4: that. You're welcome. Oh, and speaking of Barilla, Mm -hmm. don't forget, for people on Spotify or any music stuff, Barilla actually has a profile with playlists of music that tells you how long to cook their noodles. Oh, How cool is that?
1: That sounds like something Muriel Anderson would have come yeah. up with right? Because, Julian, we've got to bring you her cookbook The last CD she came out with Every song she wrote, she wrote in a different part of the world And mastered a a dish from that part of the world And took these fabulous pictures of the food So as you're listening to your CD, you can make that dish It's a beautiful cookbook, too
0: Muriel is so creative, and and uh, Brian is just the the perfect creative partner for her. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Quickly, I wanted to mention on the subject of gluten free. If you have to eat gluten free bread, there is a name brand bread that's available in most grocery stores in the frozen food section, and it's called Canyon Bakehouse. It's it very so expensive. Good. It's about fifteen slices of bread will cost you nine bucks, eight yeah. ninety nine. Uh, Canyon Bakehouse is offering a Thanksgiving deal, 20% off. I ordered it on Friday. It was delivered on Saturday. I got enough. I can stash it in the freezer.
0: So get it right from their website. Get it
1: right from them. It's It hasn't been frozen and thawed and refrozen, so it's all misshapen. It looks good, and it's ready to go right in the freezer. And again,
0: that's Canyon Bakehouse, Bakehouse, just like it sounds.
1: And when you go there, you will find a 20% discount with the word thankful if you order from Mm -hmm. them and they deliver free of charge and i got it the next day which was pretty amazing bagels hamburger buns uh hawaiian rolls Mm -hmm. sub rolls and bread for a toast
0: i'm so hungry i know (laughs) i am so bleeping hungry right now uh we are now going to segue over to london where uh, Patrick and Christine and Joseph.
1: And there were things to do. Patrick is with us. Now you hear Patrick a couple times a month talk- talking technology, but today he is a world traveler. Hello, Patrick. Woohoo!
10: And, and uh, apparently, <laughs> Pip Pip.
1: <laughs> pip, pip, <laughs> and top of the morning
0: to you. <laughs> I, I love I loved some of the pictures that you and Christine posted when you two were dog-tired, and Joseph was, we're in London, I want to go see Big Ben. <laughs> so we took off,
10: uh, well, I'm not even sure what day it would have been, I guess, if it'd be Friday. <laughs> it's, it's Sunday morning here. Um, so we took off on Friday evening from LAX. And of course, we've been up all day and getting things ready. Flew United over to London. Couldn't sleep on the plane. Chris a little bit of sleep. Joseph slept like a baby because you know that's his job. And uh, so, so he gets here all full of vim and vigor. We're just like, oh, we are dying. This is ridiculous. Um, get to the hotel and then say, you know what? We're going to force ourselves to stay up, and we go to uh, the Palace of Westminster. Got to go up and see the Elizabeth Tower, and he got to hear Big Ben chime at the top of the hour, and then we came back and went to bed.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it actually worked well, because it did force you to stay up a little while to deal with your jet lag, right?
10: Very much so. So we went to bed last night about 9 o'clock and woke up this morning uh, fully invigorated. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I didn't buy internet on the plane, because I figured, you know what, I'm going to take a vacation. Good. Get here to London, I was going... Okay,
1: what the heck happened at OpenAI? <laughs> oh, you picked up on a news story.
10: Good Lord. The coup at OpenAI was uh, really kind of interesting. Uh, we, we, we don't have to talk about it if you don't
1: want to. But no, really, it, it is a legitimate story. The guy that, that started yeah. the it. The guy that
0: started it, he's out? What's the deal?
10: Sam Baldman is out. Here's the story that I've, I've, there are a couple people I'm following in the industry, and what they're saying is that the board of directors of OpenAI, which are the people who make ChatGPT, very much are an altruistic board. They very much want to build AI for better, good, happy, make the world better. They want to make sure that there are controls in place. What happened is that the CEO, Sam Altman, um, was at a demo on November 4th of the next generation of ChatGPT and was so taken back by what was going on, saying, this is amazing, this is fantastic, but as CEO, I know what it's going to cost to get this to be developed. Oh. Went on a fundraising tour all over Europe, basically talking to sovereign wealth funds, saying, you know, we're probably going to put the company now at a $90 billion valuation and was lining up the Capitol and the board of directors, who, again, are very much sort of altruists, okay, wait a minute, um, stop, time out, and so they kind of cooed him out. Hmm. Realistically, I think by Tuesday, he's back either at OpenAI or a new company with billions and billions of dollars. Tuesday evening, all this is going to be worked out. Wow. You wow. know what? But
1: this happens just be- <laughs> no. This happens just before the holidays. If you're going to be fired, you're yeah. going to be fired just before yeah. the holidays. Welcome
0: to November. <laughs> That's but, right. But yeah. If you work in radio, boy, do you know yeah. that deal? Welcome you know, to November. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. We
1: got to do the books for the yep. new year. Happy holidays. Yeah. Wow. Well, what is on your agenda for today in London?
10: So our plan is we'd like to go out and. Uh, Walk around St. Paul's, so we'll go into the city. We're going to go into Westminster. There also is a double decker bus, and we know that there are tour buses. No, 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 don't do, no, do, no, hey, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no,
10: but there is a big red monstrosity that likes to attack Steves. Uh, there is the number ten bus, which is actually a real working city bus that goes past all of the major landmarks. So we'll probably go hmm. catch that and drive a Go and. Um, but it, one of the things is coming here with a seven-year-old is you know you have to be completely and totally flexible in your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and, uh, yeah. Well, it, and your point is.
1: <laughs> aren't you aren't you gonna set aside some time to, to to go hunting for Pokemon?
10: We are we've been hunting for Pokemon. Oh. My favorite thing is we had shown him uh, Harry Potter the other day. Uh huh. And we had just gotten off at Paddington and he said Hey, look, mom and dad, watch Harry Potter. And he ran into one of the posts. Oh, oh <laughs> no. He was, no, he was trying to do nine and three pa- platform, nine and three quarters to be funny. He did not hurt himself.
1: Oh. He just thought it was yeah, but you <laughs> laughed anyway.
10: <laughs> we thought it was a miracle.
1: All right, is Joseph available to speak to his people?
10: Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Crispin.
7: Hi.
1: Hi, Joseph. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Are you enjoying being in London? Yes. Yes?
0: Have you seen Big Ben?
1: Well, yes. Yeah?
0: Did you like it? Tell me, talk about it.
7: Yes. (laughs) Are you going to be. I was looking for
1: nine and three quarters and I run into the wall. Oh, no. I hate when that happens. What do you? What do you? What do you hope to do today, Joseph? Go see Big Ben for the second time. Oh, good. Maybe get pictures during the daytime, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Have you had? Have you had any good food in London? Yes, like the sandwich I just ate a second ago. What did you have? Anything different than you have in California? cheese toasty. Well, oh, that's good. Ham and cheese toasty. That's good in any country, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did Mama find any Coca-Cola? Don't worry. Yes, she does. <laughs> yeah. She would go back to California if she didn't find Coca-Cola, right? <laughs> She'd be on the next plane that's back to... C- that's a giggle. That's a That means yes. <laughs> oh, that means yes, yes. <laughs> well... Tell us if you have found a place to have turkey on Thanksgiving. No. No? We
7: haven't, plastic, we haven't found anything. Yeah. Anyways, we had turkey before we went to London.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you already had your Thanksgiving before you went to London. That's smart. We
7: had turkey before we went to London.
1: Okay. Well... I want you to have a great time. Grand Dude is very excited for you, but we're also excited about the fact that you're coming to Chicago.
7: In 39 days. Yes, but who's <laughs> counting? 39 days on my iPad. It's, it's LEX LA, it's
1: slash airport. Edition schedule. Oh, oh, he's looking at the schedule for Chicago. Oh, very good. All right.
0: Because Joseph is going to be joining us uh, shortly after Christmas.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We're going to rock around the Christmas tree and it's going to snow. And hey, is it kind of warm in London today? Not too cold? Uh, not too cold, but it's warm and I just want freezing cold like you, it was yesterday. <laughs> you like it when it's freezing cold. I know.
0: Your, yeah. your mommy doesn't like it no. when it's freezing cold. you want
1: mommy to be happy, so let's not wish for freezing cold, okay? Yes. Okay. Well, we love you, and have fun, and take pictures, yeah. and tell us all about it when we see you in December, okay?
0: Hello. All right. Bye. And, Patrick, I, I, yes. have, a, uh, I have a request yes. for you, Patrick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If you get the chance, theres the, I don't know if you'll be able to get this or not, but while you're over there, uh, if you can find out there is a Christmas number one record that has become a traditional thing that everybody vies to have the number one record in Christmas, and Cliff Richard always comes out with some new record about this time of the year to make it the number one record for Christmas. So if Cliff Richard comes out with anything over the next couple of weeks, if you could grab me a copy of it, I'd really appreciate it.
10: We'd be happy to. By the way, we should tell you as one parting gift... Uh, Last night, we had dinner at a Scottish restaurant. Remember that we have a seven-year-old. So we're in a very diverse neighborhood here and trying to figure out where to go. And we found this great Scottish restaurant called McDonald's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, you guys have fun. It's great to catch up with you. And keep sending those pictures.
0: Thank you. Okay,
1: take care. Bye-bye now. Thanks, guys.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that's uh mcdonald's patrick and you could hear christine in the background and it, it fascinates me that joseph is all about yeah let's get it cold and joseph loves snow and everything christine hates, hates it <laughs> if it gets below 70 yeah christine is cold
1: one of my favorite memories was last year when we had that really hard snow and i I said, let's go out and play. It was 8 o'clock. It was Saturday night, and we could hear some kids down the street Mm -hmm. were playing. And he had his jacket on, which I had to force him to put on. It was unzipped. I opened the front door and he literally like he was diving into a swimming pool put his hands together like he was praying and then he dove into the yard yeah. and then he rolled like a puppy in the snow and giggled and I thought he
0: was loving making snow angels oh he
1: was so happy it's the colder the better he doesn't like to be hot and his mother's like oh bring on the heat it's california
0: <laughs> well and patrick is somewhere in the middle
1: yeah, yeah you know he's easy easy to please how fun though for him at seven years old because yeah. he's going to remember all of this oh
0: boy yeah. and, but, and that's the fun thing too because he is at an age where he will remember the things yeah. that are now happening his his first christmas uh in chicago he probably won't remember but now mm-hmm. he will start to remember this stuff
1: absolutely how fun uh we have a lot more ground to cover before we wrap up and go home and eat You know, if I had a turkey, I'd go home and put it in the oven right now.
0: (laughs) We are so hungry at this point. And we're we're getting messages from people uh, on Facebook. Um, For example, Jan said, you guys got to stop it. I'm ready to eat anything in my path.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, another listener said, I would eat fruitcake. That's how hungry I am. I would settle for (laughs) fruitcake.
0: Well, you guys can... uh, Texas, 312-981-7200. And also, we should mention that next week, we again have a full show. We do
1: have a full show next week, and we're going to be joined by the Empty Pockets. And we're going to slip into a lot more Christmas music, and they have a great Christmas CD. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to uh, let them perform live for us in studio and get us up to date on their travels. This week they're traveling with Al Stewart. Uh, yeah. We were in Nashville on Thursday, and they were just they're pulling just into headed Nashville headed there. as we were yeah. pulling out of Nashville. So they're going to join us next Saturday. Then the following Saturday, on the 2nd, we'll be joined by Joel Patterson. He has a brand new Christmas yep. album. And we're going to have Bobby Rush on the show. Bobby, I think who, Bobby
0: is uh, on the week after Joel Patterson, right, I believe. Right, uh, yeah. the
1: ninth, And I think Bobby just turned 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New play about his life opened. Mm-hmm. And he has been nominated for two Grammys. Yeah. So he's got some great stories to tell, Oh, too. And,
0: and speaking of Grammy nominations, Tommy Emmanuel nominated for a Grammy. That's right, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just and we've got
1: more Tommy Emanuel videos, thanks to yeah, Julian. Th-
0: and uh, my apologies. Uh, we have been remiss in not getting some of it. We have at least uh, three, maybe four more Tommy Emmanuel videos. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we have just been so busy with stuff while we were down in Florida. They were, it was... One of those trips where something interesting happened every single day, and we had to put out fires, and we told yes. you about dealing with septic tanks and other things. It yes. was it was an interesting time. <sighs> I think interesting is the word That's we use. That's a lot
1: it. like saying she has a good personality. Yeah. It's not really being truthful. Yep. But um, a listener says, speaking of things that Joseph will remember, he will always remember Southwest Airlines. Boy, is that yeah. true. Because yeah. he always says to me, Gigi, don't ever fly Southwest. Because he used to be
0: a huge fan of Southwest yes, Airlines. And, but it was and, a Christmas. we're huge fans of Southwest Airlines. It
1: was the Christmas that their computer system went south. And as a result, he was not able to come to Chicago. And I tried to explain to him that they made good because he was able to come to Chicago in the summer, yeah, because Southwest gave them so many more miles mm-hmm. and, and said, "Please forgive us." and I said, "No I, it's, it's too iffy, too iffy." i <laughs> <So>, okay, <laughs> but you're right, absolutely the listener recalls that that was that was the big thing that Christmas
0: yeah, but uh, we have uh I'm trying to think with Bobby Rush and Joel Patterson mm-hmm. and We hope to get
1: Susie Vargas oh. on. She's got a new a new cookbook and a new CD.
0: Yeah. And also, next week, we may be talking with an interesting author, Dan Callahan.
1: Yes, yes. He's got a a great book that you might want to pick up for a Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. And over the next few weeks, we'll try to give you some ideas for books and music that you might want to pick up. Um, In fact, we got the new Dolly Parton CD. We we ordered it um, six weeks ago, and there was some kind of delay, and it finally came in after a, a week's delay. Um, we In fact, we ordered a couple copies because it'd be a great gift idea.
0: yeah. we got the new Dolly Parton uh, new, Jimmy, the new Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, yeah, which is on Sun Records.
1: and which we' kind of cool Just today we got in the mail the CD that somehow we missed it ten years ago when it came out it's a wonderful ball SCAC CD.
0: Oh, we should have brought that in. yeah, yeah. It's, it's very very funky. Cool.
1: Very good. And it just kind of fell through the cracks, and we didn't order it then. And we heard a cut the other day and said, Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, is this new Boscax? And turned out.
0: And for those people who are getting ready to email or text, yes, we buy CDs. Yes, we buy vinyl. uh, We probably buy.
1: You had five CDs delivered last week. Yeah. Just last week. While we were in Florida, I know at least four came.
0: And my main reason for doing that is I don't want my music to be in the cloud Mm -hmm. i want to have a physical something so if the cloud decides to charge me more no sorry got it it's in my hands
1: actually you want to be buried under these cds because steve likes them stacked on the headboard of the bed so that when he's lying there and i'm sleeping to the whir of the cd player it's a great white noise yeah So when the C D ends, I wake up, one eye opens, and they oh, C D ended. He lifts his hand over his head.
0: Not opening my eyes.
1: Never opens his eyes, never turns on a light. He pulls down the plastic jewel case, puts in that C D, puts his hand back up there, gets another C D yeah. out, puts it in the machine, yeah. and then whoosh, whoosh,
4: I'm yeah. back
1: to sleep. Just like that. So I have visions. And if you wonder
0: why I do that, it's because for whatever reason my mind is constantly running around wanting to do all kinds of things and I need to to tell it here Listen. listen to some Django Reinhardt or listen to some Tommy Emmanuel, or some Les Paul or whatever, and mm-hmm. then just go off on that adventure and relax.
1: But I'm afraid I'm going to walk in there one day and you're just going to be smothered by jewel cases. They're just going to come down but on But I will
0: you. have died happy. That's true. So that-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> coming up, we're going to tie up some loose ends. We'll have the last call coming up. And stay with
0: us here on WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putnam at WGN Radio a lot of people celebrating in Chicago this weekend because of the uh, magnificent mile festival but uh, some sad news for fans of cool in the gang
1: yeah the guy that wrote that song which it's it's a classic i mean it will yeah. it, it fits every celebration you hear it in mm-hmm. baseball games you <sighs> that guy george funky brown drummer and one of the founders of cool in the gang some 60 years ago Mm -hmm. he passed away just the other day he was diagnosed earlier this year with stage four lung cancer and at that time um, keeping it kind of quiet he retired from the band because the band's still working yeah and
0: um, he also i believe co-wrote uh joanna Joanna. yeah
1: Yeah. uh in, in fact um as the drummer he. he he was a driving force. I mean, listen to that song. (laughs) You got to have that beat in the song. Uh, I was just thinking about, it was one of the voice shows, uh, either American Idol or The Voice, where there was a young guy that got to sing with Cool and the Gang. And he was so good. And I wonder if that Um. was shortly after... Funky Brown decided to retire, that they were looking for someone, kind of like Adam Lambert stepped in with Queen, yeah. and boy, what a story that's turned into. Yeah. I mean, great fit. But this young guy was so good mm-hmm. was Cool on the gang, and it was a pinch-me moment for him, and anyway, um, Brown was absolutely beloved, because he was just a really... He was apparently a really nice man, but he was a very cool guy, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, his name was Funky. Come on. Uh, He was just 74 years old, uh, had a a big family, and uh, they wrote about him on Friday on social media, talked about how he was their brother and father, and uh, they loved him dearly and will miss him forever. And. He founded Cool uh, and the Gang sixty years ago, nearly sixty years ago, with his brothers Robert Cool Bell, Ronald Bell, Dennis D. T. Thomas, Robert Spike Mykins, Charles Smith, Woodrow Woody Sparrow, and Ricky
0: West. One of the many things I liked about Cool and the Gang was, that, yeah, they had their own sound, but every song they put out didn't sound the same. That's true. Yeah, A good example celebration mm-hmm. to Joanna Two totally different grooves oh, um, and yet really really good. Remember
1: the song "Too Hot"? Oh yeah, that's another good one. Sure, uh, get down on it, Jungle mm-hmm. Boogie, Ladies Night. Uh, they not only had uh, rock pop hits, but they had hit songs in jazz, funk, R and B, and soul. Uh, They, uh, over the past uh, almost six decades, they have sold literally millions of records. They've won two Grammys. And I think their music was always really upbeat. It was kind of feel-good music.
0: And and they kind of defined crossover. Yeah. Back in the day when I was at the Once Big 89, boy, they were all over the surveys. Yeah. And they were were on the R&B charts, on the pop charts.
1: Oh, Robert Bell is now the last surviving founding member of the group Cool and the Gang. Hmm. Sad news, 74 years old. Uh, he produced Brown, George Brown, Funky Brown, produced Cool and the Gang's most recent album, People Just Want to Have Fun, which was released earlier this year, as was his memoir. Oh, his memoir, Too, Hot, know. Too Hot, Cool and the Gang and Me. I'd like to read that. He survived by his wife and his five children. Cool and the Gang. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned quickly we had mail mail came in and i want to quickly mention this because you mentioned the the once big 89 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, tim mattis tim used to send us stuff
0: what do you have there Uh,
1: and tim is in kansas he sent us a package of stuff this is farron young it's a. Is it a music? F- it's a uh, folio. I, I haven't even looked at it, but it's actually autographed by Farron Young. Well, wow. how cool is yeah. that? It is. Um, it's like a magazine of.
0: Kind of a celebrity. Yeah, celebrity magazine.
1: magazine with pictures and. And then he sent us the State of Kansas Sports Hall of Fame, which is autographed by Jojo White. Wow. Yeah. Then he sends us the 1934 WLS yearbook.
0: The family album.
1: I mean, this is great. It's in great shape, too. Look at this. This is
0: some cool. Tim, thank you.
1: That was the 34 family album. This is the 33 family album. And again, they're in great shape. And Tim sent us the Hayes High Plains Barbershop Chapter 55th Anniversary magazine oh this is sheet music sheet yeah. music in that another I mean it's just a pack of most unusual things from Tim Mattis well thank you Tim yeah how cool is and that and I want to give a shout out to our wonderful listener Margie mm-hmm. Margie Ritchie god bless her has never missed a holiday an anniversary or a birthday for
0: years for decades
1: decades she picks out cards our birthday cards yep you when you look at it you go well that's so steve or that's so johnny she does such a great job and margie sometimes it
0: scares us i know she knows so much you guys know about us
1: so margie thank you so much for our thanksgiving card and thank you for listening to and being a regular a regular listener through the years
0: And we should mention that, again, coming up next week, we do have a full show, and in studio with us next week will be uh, Empty Pockets performing in studio, Mm -hmm. and we may have uh, Dan Callahan joining us, a a terrific author with a really, really interesting book.
1: Uh, I want to answer a question from 708 Area Code. Hi, this is Dave The recipes you've talked about earlier tonight, are they going to be posted on your Steve and Johnny WordPress website? Yes. That would be true. Yes. As we said, throughout the evening, we started at 930, uh, talking about, uh, actually earlier than that, talking about recipes Mm -hmm. for the holidays. And we will have all of those Typed up for you, nice and neat, and they will be available to you on our blog, our WordPress blog. And
0: the blog is steveandjohnny.wordpress.com.
1: And we will link to that on the Facebook page. Right. So over the next uh, couple of days, you're going to get that. You're also going to get the rundown of the Bump music as well as right. a link to tonight's podcast. So if you are out having a good time with all the millions of people in downtown Chicago, you might have missed some of the show, you mm-hmm. can click on the podcast.
0: And don't forget to uh, check out our Facebook page, too. That's facebook.com slash Show. And over the next week or so, uh, we will be posting some of the Tommy Emanuel videos that haven't made it yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how long this is going to take, but we've had a lot of people asking about uh, Christmas in Chicago, the Bob Young song. Mm-hmm. So we are going to make that available because it's not available any place unless you have one of the original Who's Bob Young albums. But we're going to make sure that a copy of that winds up on... Uh, on our YouTube page, right. and we may try to put together a little video with it, too.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, real quick, I want to answer a question that came up on our Facebook page. I will include the Stuffed Muffin recipe Yes, uh, when we give you the recipes from the crew. Yeah. And Stuffed and Muffin, quite simply, you take your stuffing recipe, and you take your muffin tin, and you just stuff the muffin, mm-hmm. th- or you stuff, you put... Oh.
0: You... We'll look up the recipe and it's we'll stuff, post no,
1: it. No, I'm trying to... Mm. You, you stuffed the we'll stuff in the muffin pan. Mm. Because
0: we don't have time because the lights are starting to flick. I
1: know! Lights are
0: flickering and no. I'm hearing something in the background. Bob's already I'm, I'm left us to go here. drive but that Bob Zamboni. Is, uh, yep. yep. yep that, there, there comes the Zamboni.
1: He's going to polish his floor for the holidays.
0: That, they're trying to get us out of here. Yep. So that means it is time for the last call. If you would like to be the last caller. <laughs> and with... <laughs>
1: A turkey loose in the hall.
0: Get that turkey out of here. Either that or grab him. And, and
1: yeah, grab throw, him. Throw him on the
0: grill. We're so hungry. Yeah, forget cooking him. Give uh, me
1: a leg right now. <laughs>
0: If you would like to be the last caller and win some goodies from the WGN Prize Closet, you cannot have won anything from this radio station within the past 60 days. Mm -hmm. But if you would like to be our last caller, 312-981-7200. That number again, 312-981-7200. My friend.
6: Alright, people. <sighs> yeah, all right, people. Yeah. It's time to go home. Yep. Yep. It's
10: time to go home.
6: Yep. Yep.
5: Yep. Losing time. Losing time. time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Head on out.
0: So, let's go. You don't have to go home. Yeah, yeah you, you really do. kind of do. But you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. No, no. And, and once again, we're not in spite of some requests, we are not no. playing all of that song. If you want to hear the rest of that song, it's the closing song by Red Peters. You can look it up. You can play it. But we never will.
1: You can laugh, you can chortle, you can say, it's Oh, it's a great
0: song. Oh,
1: now, well, I, now, know. I, know now not, I know why not, they don't play that, it. That, yes, that, you will that, never that.
0: hear it on most radio. So, yep. there you have it. So, do, do, who decides? <laughs> I think it's going to be
1: young Julian's.
0: He has to decide. Again? Yeah. Yep. I'm Because you were our last. Last call decider in Florida, so you will be our first last, last call decider in Chicago. This is
1: as bad as the stuff and muffin. And how do you stuff the muffin? <laughs> I'm
4: trying to figure out the logic, but I will accept your nomination. Uh, okay. 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 Which number? I nominate caller number two.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. okay. And the check from caller number two will be in the mail very quickly. Uh, caller number two would be Jan. Jan. Hi, Jan. How are you doing?
1: Oh, hi, guys. I look forward to you um, every week. Oh, well, thank you, oh, Jan. Thank
0: you. Uh, where are yeah, you calling I'm from?
8: I'm, I'm in Chicago. I've been listening to you for years. You know, yeah? Been, uh, you guys have been on the radio for years. Yeah, yeah we
1: have. <laughs> yeah, have been on the radio for years. For decades. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we, but, but you know what? Are you... You know, I was wondering what you guys, how you guys are going to spend Thanksgiving and things like that. You know, well, we're going to go. Okay. We're going to go to Indiana.
0: Yeah, we always spend uh, every year. We spend Thanksgiving in Munster, Indiana, with my brother Lee, and I, then for Christmas okay. he comes to uh, to our house.
1: Uh, I uh-huh. actually do take the food with us in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Uh, he no. he, makes, uh, he makes he makes he f- makes
0: wonderful mashed potatoes and rutabaga. Yeah. Do
1: you yeah. have you ever had rutabaga? Because wow. yeah, because apparently that is quite the chore because you have to have uh-huh. like a hammer and a chisel to peel rutabaga, and he does I that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's yeah. it's wonderful. And chutney, and he makes chutney, homemade chutney with cranberries and oh, pears wow. and spices. There's some wonderful traditions. Yeah. So I just bring oh, the great. I bring the basics like the turkey and the dressing and the stuffing because we have cornbread dressing and bread stuffing, so we have both of them with our okay. meal.
8: Oh, I love bread stuffing,
1: yeah. Yeah, are you... I
8: I cook that myself. I love that. You know what I do is I add
7: mushrooms to it.
1: Oh, that's good. I like that. Because in my cornbread dressing, I add cream of mushroom soup in the cornbread dressing. Which makes it really Ooh. yummy. Makes it very moist. Well, why don't you try what I w- I've been talking about—the stuffing muffins, where you take a muffin tin and you spray it with yeah. Pam, where you or you know you just oil it, and then you take yeah. your stuffing that you've already prepared, put each one of the muffin tins filled with it and then base the top of it with a little bit of turkey juice or you mm. can just
0: use uh, chicken broth and let it get just a little bit crispy on the top too. Uh,
1: the top of it gets crispy and a little bit chewy but then when you bite inside you got this little oh, little so pocket good. of warm stuffing it's Ooh, really good that sounds great. That yeah sounds
6: great wow and
1: then this too what you yeah. can do is you can always put a couple in your pocket if you're gonna go for a walk afterwards yeah. Yeah, I I I really love this time of year. Oh, know? I do
0: too. Oh gosh, yeah. And, and so, but what do you have to have for Thanksgiving? What is your Thanksgiving tradition besides turkey? What what's um, a
1: side dish? with People that are close to me. Yeah, you know. And
8: uh, that you know um, that type of thing, um,
1: and sometimes you know go to church. I go to church and things like that. Mm-hmm. Too. Well, do you, you know? do you do any baking for desserts? Um, you know I'm not a
8: good dessert. desserts. I haven't fixed desserts since I was in high school. Ah.
1: No, yeah.
9: well, one of our yeah.
1: one of our crazy traditions is. If there are seven people at the dinner table, there will be seven pies. If there are nine people, there will be nine pies. I always—I I, I
0: don't remember how that got started, but I love that tradition. And
1: I just decided I will make a pie for everyone, so we have pecan and we have lemon, we have mincemeat, mince meat. we have apple and pumpkin, and um, oh, we have uh, key lime. Yeah. And uh, banana cream.
0: But because you're having uh, it with family, there are no calories.
1: No calories. Yeah, when no, you're sitting yeah, around sure. laughing and talking, yeah, no you calories count. Yeah, you don't
0: think about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're gonna send Thanks. you we're gonna send you some goodies from our prize list. You're gonna get your very own American Weathermakers desktop weather station. It's become quite the collectible.
0: And the very cool WGN Radio Retro T-shirt. The
1: real thing, not one of these fake things that's floating around there on the Internet. This is the real WGN Retro T-shirt. And thank you for listening, too, Jan. Nice to meet you.
0: So hold on, and uh, Julian will get some information from you off the air. All and right. uh, Little you, you, you are looking at your... Yes. Oh, that's right. Do we have time for... Uh, we got about... Two minutes. We got time for Krista's recipe? Uh,
1: I will just mention it. I hadn't looked at it. Oh, Krista says, I think you need something sweet on your table. And this is super simple. And ev- this is
0: Krista Flores, who right. is uh, one of our other engineers, engineers here at WGM. She
1: said this is super sweet. It's always a hit. And it is great for Christmas, too, of course. Uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips. Vanilla almond bark. okay Oreos crushed.
0: Ooh, yes, I'm there.
1: And Andy's Peppermint Crunch Chips. Remember Andy's Candies? Sure. uh, Well, you can get the chips that are peppermint and so yummy. You can eat them right out of the bag. You melt the chocolate chips until they're smooth. You spread the melted chocolate chips over wax paper in an even layer. You sprinkle crushed Oreo cookies over the top of the melted chocolate. You place cookie sheet in the fridge or the freezer to chill it. Melt the vanilla almond bark for 30 seconds until it gets nice and smooth. So 30 seconds, 30 mm-hmm. seconds, 30 seconds. Pour the melted almond bark over the crushed Oreos, then sprinkle your peppermint chips on top and let it set up. And this is what it looks like. Doesn't that look fabulous?
0: Oh. Ooh, that just looks that just has holiday written all over and
1: it. And that's gluten-free. So there you have it. That's a yummy. See that would cleanse your palate. If you've got nine pies, you could have a piece of pie, then cleanse your palate.
0: We'll have to include that picture on I our will.
4: blog with all the recipes.
1: That's a good idea.
4: I think she wins.
1: do. <laughs> Look at the picture. Look,
4: that's insane. It does it. really delicious. That looks
1: so good. Did you hear the story earlier this week? I think it was a Tribune editorial. Um, people are claiming that Oreo is now skipping, uh, yeah. skimping on the, the, the cream filling.
0: And there, it was an editorial I think in Thursday's Tribune. Oh, an
1: opinion piece on the editorial pages it, of right, the opinion piece, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they said well until they they've been proven to be guilty of this, we'll we'll well we'll give them a, a little bit of slack.
0: I, I love the fact that Oreos are now gluten-free.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they don't charge they don't charge any more for, yeah,
0: so for them. Yeah. So good for them for doing that.
1: Ah. <sighs> <sighs> oh. Listener just said, um, my Thanksgiving dinner has to have Maria and Marciano's corn casserole. I'm going to yes, make that this year, yes. too. That is a yummy one. Absolutely. Thanks for checking in with that from a 630 Area Cub. So well, we haven't decided, are we going to fry a chicken when we get home? Or are we going to bake a ham? What are we going to do?
0: I've, 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 We're all so of hungry. <laughs> well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, again, next week, Empty Pockets in mm-hmm. studio with us. We have a full show. Yep. And uh, you can uh, email us, email us at com. Right. And Thanks to
1: our crew for uh, for doing the usual great job they do, but also yeah. bringing in recipes for us. And we will repeat those tomorrow make them available to you. So uh, Gabe and Ron in the newsroom, and Krista, and the keeper of the big plug, Bob, and of course Julian on the other side of the glass.
0: Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for hanging out with us.